Hey, this is Franca, and here's a new intro for your show. And no, it's not a chainsaw. Hi, and welcome to Wheel Nerds. I'm Chuck. I'm DTF and the DSM down in the MCO. Holla! Hi. I'm here as <laughs> part of our roundtable. I'll tell you when you're old enough. Roundtable <laughs> Aim Expo round, uh, wrap up with uh, a bunch of people. We got James from the Pace, Crash and Steve from the Cafe Racer, uh, the Gear Dude, and this lady, <laughs> <laughs> Twisted Throttle, I'm Jessica so from Twisted Throttle. Hello. Thanks. Hello. Hi, welcome to this wonderful Orlando, Florida room. Jessica was dumb enough to follow us here. You won't be leaving. Wait, I, th- I thought this was an LGBTQ meeting. What's the Q? What's the Q? Really? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, Show of hands, anyone know what the Q is? I mean, is it the obvious, like, slang? Yeah. Okay, I guess yeah. I, I'm, I kind of assumed like, why, it was... Why, like, why, why is that necessary? Like, why does it get its own? Doesn't that get covered under the... Like, it's like a, you know... That's what I thought. Yeah, I think it's kind of... What? It's okay. kind of about owning it. Yeah. I mean, like, it. Nah, you know, it's... I guess we haven't decided to go LGBTQF, then. No. Well, that's a little too derogatory. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. LGBTQFH? Yeah. Yeah. You gotta get the H in. Yeah. Can, you, wow, you want to just run yeah. the entire alphabet? Yes. <laughs> yeah. An ABC. There's <laughs> probably an insult in, attached to every single one. You need, sure? yeah, you we need the it. H. We can do it. <laughs> James needs the H. Are we doing a show here? Oh, yes, we are doing a show. <laughs> thank you, moderator. Yes, thank you. So uh, we we've, we've had two days of AM Expo. We've all been doing looking at stuff, riding bikes, talking to people. Jessica has been an exhibitor at AM Expo, and you know. Let's start with that. How are you? What are you? Is this your first <laughs> aim? Right. It is my first aim. What do you think? How are you going to do this for two more days? Yeah. Uh, that is exactly oh, yeah, what I've been asking. I've been on the couch for like 40 minutes. How are you going to do this? Oh my gosh. I'm not sure. Because I'm also, since I'm a media PR person, my job is pretty much to talk all day long to you know, entertain people, tell stories, try and sell them on what great stuff we do, etc. So And we've dragged you here to do just that. Tell us <laughs> a story. <laughs> If it wasn't bad enough for like... Entertain us. <laughs> yes. Please, I would like to talk much more. All day. But, uh, we're, we're waiting, yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> Actually, honestly, it's been pretty great. Um, I think, for me, uh, just being around the industry and all the people in it for a couple of days is pretty awesome because there's a lot of people you don't see very often live all over the country, and this is a pretty close to industry. It's one of those things where... It's still a cottage industry. There's big companies in it, but we're all enthusiasts, and we're like, it, it's it's not like being in some giant corporate environment, or we don't we don't no offense to dentists, but we're not like a dental convention. You know, this is a passion industry, so you see each other. It's it's a lot more fun, Ooh. and so yeah. The big corporations are the, the bike makers, and they just kind of drop it like shit from the sky. And, <laughs> you know, like Twisted Throttle or, you know, uh, Tour Tech. You guys are the, the cottage part, right? It's fun being scrappier. Yeah, I feel like we're, we're, you know, the fighters, like sort of down and more at the base level, and we're just trying to do, like, weird different things, and we're not really governed by politics at all. You know, we can be obnoxious, we can be a little crazy, we can have fun and be ourselves, and if 
you don't like it, then you don't have, really have to deal with us. It's really easy to make personal connection with people, right? Because we all have something in common. Yeah. Right? We've all got something to talk about. That's right. We do so. jokes. Oh, it's kind of like an A. You had to, <laughs> yeah, creep, creepy Chuck showed up tonight. Just saying. What? No, it's, you know what's funny is like you get that. I sit here. You get the sense from like the corporate, the big manufacturers and everything that they're totally stuffed shirts, and that yeah. they're like even when we crack jokes around them, like you pissed off the Honda guy. We talked about this yesterday. Yeah, but that's easy to do. Well, I mean, I've done that with Yamaha too. Like yeah. when I told him how ugly the SR four hundred was, I got like really offended by it and everything. Whoa. <laughs> you need to respect respect what Roland Sands is doing. Respect the BMW well, station wagon. During during the Honda presentation, um, I, I, I forget the gentleman's name was presenting, but he actually claimed that the SR four hundred was his favorite bike in the lineup. You mean the Yamaha presentation? Uh, Yamaha, that's yeah, what I mean. Yeah, I was going to say, that would have been, that would have been, although, although, I did have, I did, I talked to, uh, talked to one of the guys who was leading the, uh, the demo rides at Honda, and afterwards, you know, we're, we're just chatting, we're talking, and I asked him what, what he rode, and he kind of, out of the side of his mouth, he goes, a GS. <laughs> did you ask the one guy how come he kept getting on, getting on the MNO4? Like the, no, I didn't. Yeah, I'm like, why would you ride that Batman bike? bike? That was it. That was it. Yeah. yeah, we we actually opened one of the side cases. It's this big. Like, it's it, it can hold a sandwich. Yeah, you can put a sandwich in there. <laughs> that, one sandwich. Actually, actually, that's what that 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 same dude. It was the the guy. Remember when I first saw you there? You were talking to the the bald guy. Yeah, right. Uh, it was that guy. Yeah. And we're talking about the MNO4, and he walks over and pops that open, and he, he goes, did you see the sandwich storage? Don't, don't tell me. Is <laughs> <laughs> that actually like, that gone bad? What's it? i got to know what's the deal with this. That was like your special little treat that you were saving. I, well, I, 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 I've never seen this. This Malta Goya. Yeah, that's not a beer. Goya is not beer. That it's sounds it's good. Malta. It's a soda. Like, yeah, so Goya uh, okay. is like the Mexican food brand. Yeah. If it's Goya, it has to be good. That's their motto. Uh-huh. It's what it says on the can or on the. Well, that was Goya. Goya it, has to be good. it doesn't say that on this thing. It's not, it's not good. Well, I'll tell you right there. Splendor. Yeah. It needs mm. more. No. No. Because now Splendor tastes like no. dog butt. Yeah, that's what okay, so this is. This is a. You want to try this? No. <laughs> this is terrible. You want some? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know what? The words multiple. Mm, sour milk. Here, have a sip. Here, just smell it. Yeah. Okay. Oh, come on. Okay. It smells like ass. I'm sorry. Okay. It's all right. Yeah. Rousing endorsement. So we we could, we were all kind of like talking yesterday. What was? I know you were stuck in the booth for two days, but what was like the best thing? If you had happened or saw or talked about She's going to be like, have you seen our new that? <laughs> um, actually, I, hmm, what was the best thing? I really was kind of stuck in the booth for, for most of the couple of days talking to people. Did you have to walk around at all? Did Not Eric yet. Eric let you out of the cage at all? No, but I think tomorrow we're kind of all going to take turns walking the show. Right. Today, the last couple of days I really was working. I mean, this was about media, about, about getting things done. But, uh, I think, uh, uh, I mean, one of the most fun things that like, makes it really easy, what I do, is, like, we have, we sell the best toys. Like, it's, I, no, there's nothing fake about what I have to say or do. I mean, I, I gave a presentation today on the new SW Motec Tracks Adventure, 
aluminum pannier system oh, yeah. available uh, now. Yeah, but actually, the, the fun thing is, like, I'm you know, I'm doing this presentation, work on stage, and I'm like pulling out some of like the some of the camping equipment and the the bags and stuff, and I sit down on this camp stool and. I seriously made myself like want to go camping. Like you look like you're having a good time up there. I actually really was, and that's it. Made like kind of hit me in that moment. Like this is it made me want to go ride because I'm actually enjoying what I'm talking about. So that begs the question: What kind of bike do you got? Well, I when I moved out here from California in May, and I sold the bike I had at the time. Mm -hmm. I had a Honda Nine One Nine, and great bike. You know what? Great bike. It's my second Honda. I gotta admit, like the, the thing about Hondas is. They tend to not have a ton of personality to them, but that particular bike, I could ride really well. Why does like, everybody say that? Because it's true. Yeah, like I said, <laughs> they're, they're, they're amazing, like, like incredibly well-designed mm-hmm. machines. Riding my S1300 was like riding a vanilla ice cream cone. And the one place. I had, like the guy, I bought it used, and the guy set it up beautifully. So it was a kick-ass bike, and I rode, I rode it well. It like fit me, but I didn't want to ship it out in California. So uh, I'm trying to figure out what to buy because in the meantime, we have a whole bunch of bikes at Twisted. Like, so I mainly ride the. Um, we have a Street Triple mm-hmm. R and uh, a 690 SM. So Eric was talking a while ago about doing a rental fleet. Is that are you guys doing that? We were. We just shut it down, I think, for the winter season. Okay. But he, we do have a rental fleet. So, um, you know, there's a NC700, some GSs. You guys built, like, a cafe, going. too, didn't you? Out there? We, there was a Triumph Bonneville. The TT100. The TT100. No, no, no. I'm talking about an actual, you, like, you like had a restaurant. Oh, oh. Oh, you mean a cafe. Yeah, you know the funny thing is the the building that we're in, they, like the entire space we occupy used to be like a, a shopping mall, basically. Like it was a, a strip mall, right? And uh, we took over the entire thing. So there's there's a full restaurant in it at one point, like a, a restaurant kitchen, um, and they turned the so we have the showroom and then there's like a cafe part of it and the rest of the kitchens in the back. The cafe too. We're coming into. I mean, for those of you that you know. Anywhere but California, like you have the non-season or the non-riding season, so we've kind of just shut everything down as we're coming into that time where people start parking oh, their bikes. Where are you? Oh, uh, Exeter, Rhode Island. Okay. So it's starting to get a little chilly. Yeah. Um, I at one point, Eric was talking about doing some kind of operation on the West Coast. Yeah, he was, and I, I don't know. I think that's still, at least from a shipping perspective, that still makes a lot of sense. At least having a warehouse. It's just still kind of like an idea thing. Um, actually, I. I Think you'd like to move forward with at least the warehouse at some point in the near future because you got it to be competitive. You got it. You got to be able to ship from both coasts. But actually, opening a store and having owned a retail store in California and a business in California is bloody expensive. And I'm just not sure it's entirely worth it. I mean, you're seeing companies move out of California. Yeah. I think for that reason. You can come not, to Seattle. Oh, there you know, go. I know. There you go. Yeah. I'd be okay with that. There's, mm-hmm. a, there's a good motorcycle scene up there. Yeah, you can yes, be up there with Tech and Altrider, and you guys can have parties together. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> you can take a GT100 yeah. to backfire Mono. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. There's a, there's a bunch of different places around the country that I think are like motorcycle meccas. I mean, Portland's got a really hot scene right now. I know what Austin does. Um, and, I mean, we're... We, Sell things for all kinds of bikes. We're definitely an adventure motorcycle company, so being somewhere near where you do adventure riding, like California, would would make sense. 
except they just make that state makes it really hard to do business and make money. Yeah. So it was kind of a bummer. Yeah, they're trying to pay off all their debt. You know, can you blame them? Yeah. They're broke. <laughs> James, what do you, what do you think is uh, your best of show for the AMX Expo this year? And not that room. You sure you don't want to try this? <laughs> I'm, I'm quite sure. Uh, that honestly, the new VFR, the VFR 800. Oh, the one Honda won't let me ride. The one Honda won't, well, they won't let you ride anything. The one they that Honda let, let me get away. They yeah. wouldn't let you ride? They wouldn't let me ride. Once. I didn't have gloves and a long sleeve shirt. Really? We could have Just, fixed that. You know, like, there, was a, there was a truck with a jacket and gloves in it. This picture's up at all those demo fleet things. It's in the back. It's in the truck. <laughs> Grow a beard, get some glasses. That's a great idea. Get right? some super yeah. cute ugly glasses. Yeah. Cute ugly glasses. I tried to do the beard. I looked really creepy. And <laughs> I think it's just your face. What if you showed up the, in like a Halloween costume? Like, <laughs> the clown costume. Yeah. Yeah, and just show up at the Honda booth like yeah. <laughs> that would be better. Actually, and then they go MN04. Now the interceptor. Tell me MN04. You know, I want to rail on Honda right here real quick because they have that rule about, you know, you have to have a long sleeve shirt, you have to have gloves, you have to have a helmet. Mm -hmm. No exceptions. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, go fuck yourself. Fine. Yamaha, Suzuki, they do not have those rules, but they had loaner equipment if you wanted it. Yeah. Helmets, jackets. Wait, Honda didn't have the stuff? No, no. they didn't have anything. They were just like... Honda, Honda's special. Yeah, uh, Yamaha and Suzuki had helmets and jackets. Honda's attitude was very much like... Yeah. Go fuck yourself. Huh. We're Honda. Honda. We're Honda. Yeah. <laughs> we have the bat bike. We have the, well, I'm, I'm sorry, James. Please. But the, no, no, that's the interceptor. Yeah, the interceptor. The, the motor in that in that bike is ridiculous. Does it's you fantastic. feel the VTEC at all? Totally. You hit, you hit about 6,500 RPM and it uncorks. The noise changes. The vibrations change. The whole character of the bike changes. And then you get it up to about 9,000 RPM, and it just gets silly. It's awesome. I, I rode that the entire demo ride in first and second gear just so I can keep the, keep the RPMs up. It was spectacular. Wow. How fast were you guys going? Uh, we hit... How fast was James going? We uh, pro probably hit 60-ish. Yeah. For the press days, you get a longer ride. Yeah. They'll tend to... Pick areas where they can speed up quicker, mm -hmm. and this is the bonehead moves Zero made too. Like, Ugh, yeah, this man. is yeah, this you know, the, there's a whole purpose of having the industry and press go out and ride on these days, especially for dealers too, because they're going to be trying out new bikes. That way, they can talk about them without having to ride the ones that they're getting in the dealership. Yep. But for us, it's it, it's the only way we can talk about and write about the stuff. So for, and there's no way I would go stand in the cattle line. No, you know, nothing against the people that are coming to actually ride bikes tomorrow, but we've spent the last two days kind of working, you know, mm -hmm. I'm not going to spend time wasting time where I could be talking to people in a line and there, there's no one there. Well, and every Zero. manufacturer's demo fleet. So even if we could get into the demo fleet program, right, they're all on the West coast. So that's, you know, yeah. it's not going to work for us. Yeah, they had all their beautiful zero bikes lined up for the last two days outside. And no one there. No one there. Nobody talked about it. That would have been the only bike that I would have ridden in the demo. Like, I didn't ride any other bikes, but that would have been the only one. Through that, Zero? Huh. 
The only bike. Yeah. The only bike. Well, side by side. We, we That's rode a different. Yeah, the side by yeah. side. The turbo side by side. I rode the. After shit James out and I got off the Hondas, the two 15-year-olds come running up from the <laughs> side by sides, going, "You should have seen us in the turbo side by side. We almost flipped it, and they had the flag waving, and they threw us off the track. It was so much fun. Can we go again? We're the two 15-year-olds. Yeah, we really get it. Yeah. Honda was really pushing that side by side thing at their presentation. The yeah, yeah. They don't do any demo rides. Side by side. Can Am side by side. Turbo Bat shit insane. It's got an oh shit handle built in the center console that's mounted to the frame for the passenger. And that's how I like judged this. every side by side after that that I saw. I was like, well, what does the oh shit handle look like? No, no. That <laughs> thing's not crazy enough because this thing had like an oh shit handle that was like, Found had like shit. a rosary hanging off of it and shit, you know? Like, I'm like, yeah, that's and good. And there's a that's whole oh shit bar in the front too, so you can get like, it's serious. Yeah, I mean, Honda was pushing theirs really hard at their presentation, their side-by-side thing. And, you know, they're like, this, 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 it's awesome. And here's all the different models we make of the side-by-side. They're really cool. And, oh, by the way, here's a bike. Well, Kawasaki, that was the first thing they rolled out. Yeah. Was the diesel side-by-side. Yeah. But before they tried to knock the booth over. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Crash it on the way well, back. Well, it was yeah, funny, right? too. They, they fired it up, and yeah. the guy's, like, sitting there, like, full helmet and goggles. And they pull forward like five feet, and he's still just like sitting there. <laughs> it's like running, and he's like, "Okay, you can turn it off." <laughs> I don't know how. Yeah. That was not a stop. Well, and he's you know he's, he's got that helmet on with the peak and the tinted visor, and he's look, turned around looking at the black before, curtain before he backed it up. Right, yeah. black curtain behind him in right. a dark area. You know, he couldn't see a damn thing. No. Everything's cool. Right? <laughs> what could go wrong? <laughs> Only got to move in five feet. Did you happen to watch that? No, I, I'm sorry that I. It was it. terrible. It was all the press people first thing in the morning on the first day just ridiculing. Oh, it was oh the best part was that poster. Though. Oh, man. <laughs> they had a poster on the wall. It had like this uh, plastic like cover on it, so you couldn't see it before they like unveiled it. Well, it was like all sticky, and the guys are like trying to pull this I mean, thing off, and they almost like, ripped this whole poster off the wall. <laughs> yeah, the, the poster like slipped up and pop off the frame that's holding it on the wall. And the president of of, of Kawasaki Heavy Industries is in attendance president from Japan. CIA. He's standing there. Yeah. <laughs> He's just like. Uh, <laughs> I've had enough. <laughs> a tiny, tiny little dude in a suit. Just, the best was the videos were playing and there's no we talked about the show, there's no sound at all. Yeah. And the, the the press cadre is in the middle of the room going burr, burr. <laughs> Yeah, but it started by one of the like premier motorcycle magazines editors. Just say it. Mark Cook. Yeah, Mark Cook. He's the first one going rah, rah. <laughs> At that point, the Kawasaki's guys just think that all these round eyes are fired. (laughs) What do do you want to bet they're back in the theater next year? (laughs) They had some... The the product was kind of cool, except for the Vulcan, but other than that... Oh, you mean their new cafe? The new cafe. The Nest Cafe. The Nest Cafe, yeah. What don't you guys like about it? It's not a cafe. It's not a cafe, it like a cruiser. It's a cruiser with a cafe stripe. What did they say? The cafe stripe? Cafe stripe. Stick fly screen on it. Put a bird on it. That's yeah. all it takes. That's that's cafe. That's it. So, mm, like somewhere, a hipster's like, what? Well, no, 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 Portlandia. Portlandia. 
Uh, about hipsters. The way to make anything hipster is to put a bird on it. Yeah. Uh, Apparently the way to make anything cafe is to put a stripe or a fly on it. I, I, my mind went, it was like, you were trying to be all like, brick cool, like put a bird, like put a, put a no, lady not, no. back right. there, that, you know. Way to overthink it and well, nice, right? nice. These guys are speaking uh, hipster right now. It's really hard to follow. Twisted Bottle Lady. Why a surfboard on a motorcycle? <laughs> because that's how you get it to the beach. Oh, See, <laughs> he's got a C three. You want to put a surfboard on? Absolutely. If I could get one of those things on my C three, I'd do it in a heartbeat. Oh my gosh. man, that makes what better way? Yeah. You're just angry they didn't put a mount on it That's for okay. a Unimog, or I mean, not a Unimog, uh, uh, hack. Um, yeah, if you're, if you're carrying a Unimog on the side of your mouth, I know, so I didn't have Armida surfboards <laughs> on my Unimog. With, with but, the sidecar yeah. rig, I've already got like a little alleyway there. I can just stick the surfboard jet in there. I'm not worried about the wind coming along and launching me into traffic. <laughs> Look, it's for when you run out of gas, you hoist your sail up, you start tacking the wind. Oh my god, the sailor. Who's the throttle should have been different though and put a bicycle on the side of the bike instead of Oh, that's been done. Or, BMW well, does that. Over there. Okay. So, there's, there's a company that makes a, a bicycle rack. Put a Grom on it. A Grom on it. If you want to be ridiculous, like just balls out ridiculous, you, there's bicycle mounts for surfboards. Mm-hmm. So you get a bi- like, put a bicycle on the a Suzuki. Surfboard? Like I mean, it, it holds the surfboard on the bicycle. Oh, you put the bicycle on the bike and, and the then surfboard on the bike. It's a ducking. It's a ducking. You get your motorcycle, you put, you put the Grom with the bicycle, with, yeah. the, with the Razor scooter. Yeah. And, and, and one roller skate. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it, it's your outrigger. So yeah. <laughs> it just touches down. Well, I mean, yeah. like, you know, you tell these guys, like, they'll do it. We have a machine shop just for doing these I'll things. Send it All right, next year. Cut off with, so, like, I like the Grom. The but same. I also kind of like the stacking into like the flea on the nose of the elephant or the, the tail. Rim. You know what I mean? Like I, instead of the tub, put a grom. You just yeah. launched a grom right off it on a ramp. Well, it's like the uh, the 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 Batman bike from the '60s TV show, right? Yeah, yeah with Robin. Yeah. With yeah. Robin and his little yeah. Yeah. Bird, it would be <laughs> that yeah. I would like to see because, and I guarantee you, you won't see three of them on the floor like you saw with the surfboards, which was kind of ridiculous, wasn't it? It was like I don't understand. And it was an interesting but, combination, like interesting, like that. It all of a sudden there was like what one, one. Yeah. yeah, yeah, at the same time, kind of like you know, all those movies that come out. Yeah, exactly. You know, like, no, so we no, it's because there was that that, that, uh, and, that issue of motorcyclists or whatever, where they had the twelve hundred GS and the big eleven ninety or nine ninety or something KTM, where they both they went down to Baja and they had the surfboards and they were fulfilling this dream. And I swear, after that, I saw I started started popping up places, and then like the culmination was all of them here at this. I've been seeing a lot of bicycles with surfboards, but it's because I live in San Diego. Maybe, but maybe the Grom helped uh, kick that off a little bit too, because you know Grom is a name for like a young surfer. Yep. And yeah. so when I went to the intro for that, when Honda first brought it to the U.S., they did the whole Grom Prix at Honda headquarters and stuff, and that was kind of part of like the story of it and I remember like even when we were out there on the road some young surf a guy with a surfboard stopped us hey sweet bike and we're like this is for you this is who it's for mm-hmm. and so maybe that kind of I mean you see that in California you see surfboards all the time on bicycles yeah. mm-hmm. and stuff mm-hmm. and so Honda really tried to make that connection though they, they did yeah. I'm picturing a I'm surprised that's a like a longboard. <laughs> well, I mean, it was part of the, the packaging. Of, like we, you know, the kinds of the materials they gave us at this press intro, like the things they gave us, actually had to do with that surf culture. Believe it or not, that's 
Because it was it's a bike aimed at young people. Yeah. And uh, but it's it's dark. That looks appealing. The foam on that. You know, you, you you don't have to feel obligated to finish. Really, I, I, I gotta try it. I need to try it. I'm gonna smell it. Oh, holy right? hell! Right, it kind of smell. smells like uh, like like <laughs> multi glue light. This is. I, I've only seen this in Florida. That's why I had to try it. Oh dear, sweet. It's like drinking molasses. It's like drinking molasses and licorice. Like. Really? Is that what molasses smells like? Yep. It does. Oh. God. Right? That's horrible. It smells like right, liquid dirt, man. It. You want to try it? It's like, like, you like, you like licorice? Think of yeast. No, I kind of like licorice. Is that what this tastes like? Yeah, drink it. It's well, not. Go ahead. No, it's fine. <laughs> not at all. Not even a little bit. Yeah. You can do it. It's really good, Jessica. Come on. Chug. Chug. You can do it. Do it for Twisted Throttle. You can say it. She's all like, like it's shit. good. Do you kind of It's a glass of dirt water. Someone has to like it. That's like, wait, what wait have story? you had Moxie? Oh my god, not in a really long time. Because okay, it's Where's from Maine. Moxie? It's the first soda marketed like, oh like my in gosh, the United not States. So long, yeah. it's, it tastes... Crazy, and I know this isn't the soda podcast, but <laughs> it's like crazy. Like, like it's got this weird root in it, and <laughs> it's super old. It's older than like it's one of the oldest sodas in the United States. Anyway, you either love it or you hate it. Does it does it have the down south root? In it? <laughs> no, the down south root. I the I actually, main, the main I actually like it if it's really cold. But it has a funky aftertaste if it's not super cold. If this were a little more chill, you guys would all feel different about it. I think no, so. It's, it's, it's right. temperature right it's now. It's been in the fridge for like really? two days. I think so too, but yeah, just the, the, the intensity of the flavor is making it a moxie. Yeah, I can see that. It doesn't taste that cold, though. It's, maybe it's just really nice. thick and it took a long time to cool down. I don't know. But... But the look on your face was great. It was, it was, it was this surprise. It was this, oh shit, I kind of like this. What am I going to do? <laughs> How do I admit this? I, I have a problem. I'm, I'm shocked. Because, man, that was... Because yeah, the look on your face when you first tasted it was one of utter, complete, like, disgust and horror. It was like a mouthful of yeast. And not a good one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What were we talking about? Sweet, I'm feeling really good. Uh, some motorcycle or something. Choices on so, uh, yeah, ground okay. surfing. Yeah, yeah ground, ground surfing. Um, so you just, really like the side by side. Yeah. You really like the interceptor. Did you like? Yeah, I think out of everything was the uh, FJ09. Yeah. The FJ09 was really cool. Now I, James wasn't a big fan of it. I'm not a big fan. James of it. likes the night the naked version. The, yeah, my, my problem and now the FJ09. Is a fine motorcycle. I mean, it does what it's intended to do perfectly well. My problem with it is the FZ09 exists, right? So I see how good it could be. The FJ09 to me feels like the FZ09's slightly frumpy older sister. But isn't it the same exact power plant? It's the same exact yeah. power plant, but they put the pegs in the wrong place and those bars are too damn wide. And it, it completely changes the character of the bike to me. And, that was and, the, and the seat feels higher. The, you could change the bars. Yeah, back to an FZ09. <laughs> but <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, I'm not. That, right. Really, what they have to do is offer the bags for the FZ09. No, what they need to do is offer the FZ09 with ABS. Yeah. If they did that, 
right. problem solved. Right. That's that's my complaint. That's I, what I don't I can't get, though, get about the manufacturers. The why don't you just put it on everything? Right. Like BMW did. You can't buy a BMW that doesn't have ABS anymore. Yamaha, Yamaha USA is, they have some bizarre fear of ABS. In Europe, you can get it with. Not here. In Europe, isn't it ABS standard? Has to be standard. I don't Everything. Think I don't think it's mandated. I am still shocked I've that motor isn't in more bikes. I agree. Just I mean, just the yep. FZ, the FJ. It should be. It should be in every. It should be in everything Yamaha makes. There should that be motor is so good. In the TW two hundred. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> With that A would, mode. That would be awesome. They need a ground With those size big fat tires. With the triple in it. <laughs> There you go. That would be that. that Bob, I would gladly put two surfboards on that bike, <laughs> and then you'd fly. It would be great. Yeah, the point. But no, yeah. that motor is so awesome. The motor's fantastic. Like I said, the, the FJ09 is, is a great bike for what it is. I, I just like the FZ so much better, and frankly, I'm a little pissed that I can't get it with ABS. Uh, you know, that's my problem. You so if they had it, you'd buy it, right? If they if if I could get the FZ09 with ABS, there would be one in my garage right now. Yeah, it's a great bike. I mean, I I like the motor on it, and I like it in A mode personally. Yeah, I liked it better than the Versus 1000. I was not a huge fan of that one. Yeah, I, I've so, ridden the FZ yet, so that's I mean, how I felt when I rode the V-Strom. When we were here last year, when I rode the the new V-Strom, I was like, "Yeah, it's boring." Yeah, I've never been a big fan of the V-Strom. The, the V-Strom, the 1000? When it came out with the new version with yeah, the V. Yeah. You know, I, feel I, like like, the, I feel like the V-Strom is like that soda you were talking about. People either like really love it. Or they the 1000 just kind of feels super squishy to me. Yeah. it's the, 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 the brakes weren't great. The suspension wasn't passable as far as I was concerned. Which, again, disappointing because the 650 is so good. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I just I could not come to terms with one thousand at all. The, the versus is, is kind of Hyundai. It's just yeah. it's very proficient in, in doing what it does. It, it's totally like my uh, my six fifty versus. Um, just has a lot more punch to it, mm-hmm. and it's it's wider. Obviously, it's bigger. But you know, I was riding that, and after a couple minutes, I f- forget I'm on a one thousand. I felt like I was back on my old versus. So your, your versus was the the first gen, right? Uh, it was the second. Oh, it was yeah, it was the second. It didn't have the Punisher. Headlight. Okay. Yeah. I just can't do boring bikes anymore. Mm. You know, I mean, it, it, the same thing with that CD 1100 that I rode mm-hmm. yesterday. It was just like, it's boring. You know, it, it was smooth. It was really great. But there's no character on it, you know. And then the NC700X was just, well, it was, it was, <clears throat> that would have been a great bike to own without the DCT mm-hmm. as a commuter bike, yep. you know, around town. The DCT is just so miserable. Especially in, the, the D is useless. Completely. It's completely useless. <laughs> no, it seriously is. 1,800 RPM. Yeah. The, sh- the shift point is 1,800 could, RPM. Did you say that again? The what? I'm not saying that. <laughs> <laughs> you made me think about, though, is that uh, I almost feel like we're splitting hairs a little bit because really, realistically, like, you know, I've ridden a lot of these bikes. They're all they're they're still pretty easy to ride. I mean, they're they're going to get you where you need to go. They're, you can still have fun on it. They're all good bikes. They're all mm-hmm. good bikes. I'm not saying they're not. I'm just saying. Oh yeah. Boring. But what's what's, what's funny? Here. Exactly. That's all you do. Yeah. I know, but what's funny? It reminds me of uh, so a couple of bikes I rode recently that were really like that that really struck me in a way that was uh, totally different than anything I'd ridden in a while was Ducati Scrambler. 
and the Yamaha Bolt, and I rode the R-Spec and the C-Spec. And the thing about them is, um, I mean, these are not performance bikes, you know, they're not going to stand up to the, the bikes we've been talking about, but the the scrambler when you sit on it is you have that very like classic sort of like you know as the the intro we get out in Palm Springs and you can't help smiling like you're just you ride around and you have this feeling like essence of motorcycling where you're you're out there. it's you can go at a pretty good clip on that thing but it's not a performance bike but it's all about how you feel and how you look and the bolt I I felt so badass like when I was on the R spec I ride around town like for the first time in a long time I was like I look cool. Like people, people looking at me think I look good, and I told I felt like sons of anarchy, and I. But actually, the funny thing is, like, you should have a sports star. Yeah, I, I mean, that if you, but you know, I would have, I would have one in my if I could have a fleet of bikes. Right, right. I would have one because some, like, it comes to like your point about the FJ versus the FZ09. Mm-hmm. I'm more of a sport bike kind of badass, mm-hmm. you know, street fighter type person. So yeah, I don't see myself on the FJ, but. If I really were being practical about it, and if I yeah. wanted like one bike to do everything, to do my long trips, to do my around town, whatever, to go to the canyons, mm-hmm. maybe it would be the FJ just because you have wind protection. But if I want to feel good and I want to have fun, I would. So we're actually like we're picking the bikes that make our heart beat, or maybe make us feel like the person we want to be like, like right. the rider you want to most exhibit to the world. Yeah, that's how you choose this bike. Because I mean, looking at it objectively, there are very few bad motorcycles right now. Right. I mean, it's yeah. it's pretty hard to buy a bad motorcycle. Yeah. yeah. So, like, especially, you know, the Ulysses. Oh, that's the best bike ever made. <laughs> yeah. Are you a Buell? Yeah. Uh-huh. It's the Tourtech guy. I trust the greatest I reaction to somebody. Like, the biggest smile I've seen it. No, it's not. It's, not, it's, not, it's, it's kind of like. Oh, you're special. That's cute. You know, like, that was that. I'm just like, I'm sorry. If you had said, oh, honey, or bless your heart. Oh, honey. You try. (laughs) But you're pretty on the inside. You know, the the most fun I had riding today was on the uh, the Can-Am F3. That three-wheeler. That's the new one, right? The new one. The performance one? The cruiser one. It's a cruiser forward deal. Yeah, I can't ride. I can't ride a cruiser on two wheels. How am I going to ride one on three? You know, it's weird on that Can-Am Spider. That foot forward position felt normal. Yeah, yeah, just everything felt normal. I felt like I was riding a quad, but it was still like big old smile, music's blaring at me. This that was funny because like she was talking about the C-spec and the R-spec. I rode them both, and I like the C-spec better. Just I was more comfortable in that. Yeah, yeah, and I I I like it better overall. Mm. I just. I felt badass on ours, but the bolts are cool little bikes. I, the, the bolts are great bikes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really great. Not so great bikes. The street. Oh, oh yeah, we, we rode that last year. It was. Yeah. It'd be a shame. Take that motor and put it into something. That the chassis. Is That's exactly it. It's yeah. a fantastic motor. Yeah. Chassis. It's a bad Harley copy of a Harley. Yeah. Well, I actually thought it was a bad Harley copy of a Japanese bike. That's was exactly the, it's, the it's, irony of it all. Yeah. Was, yeah. I guess the idea was to to drag newer riders into the dealership that might not have been able to afford yeah. you know with the loss of um Buell's blast i think because yeah. that was kind of an entry-level bike for a lot there of people there was a trainer bike but yeah they never I mean, pushed it too much. no but i think there are people that actually like especially in msf course they got on that bike and were kind of afraid of anything bigger and went, i like this you know mm-hmm. and then i go out and buy it because didn't they use gs 250s for a while too the suzuki's for the trainers? yeah some of them did huh, I the, not 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 the harley 
ones, but like oh, well, Palm Beach that we had, yeah, MSF. Yeah. Yeah. MSF. Yeah. yeah. So I, I yeah. don't know. I think the bike maybe has a market, has a place, but it's just it's confusing. The, the the street models are confusing. I mean, if you're if you're looking to bring entry level riders in and then have them <clears> graduate <throat> to Harley's bigger bikes, it's nothing like it. Mm. I mean, the the turn signals aren't in the right place. Yeah, they're, they're right. Like your standard turn signals. Right, exactly. It's, right. Well, it's, it's a Japanese it's a design bike. bike. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Um, it, so none of that carries over. It just doesn't work. It sounds like a car. And their, their sales force just doesn't know what to no. do with it. Well, it's fuel all over again in that regard. Right? <laughs> yeah. Like, like, you come in and you're like... Oh, you mean that thing in the corner? Like, what? Uh, right. What you don't want that. That, one <laughs> that guy? We don't want that. It's in the window to get you in the door, but it's, it's far too shitty for you to buy. It's actually just 3D printed. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know, a 3D printed bike would probably be better yeah. than what that thing is. Uh, it's... Like I said, the motor's kind of cool. Take that motor and put it in the live wire chassis. That's exactly it. Okay. That, that's yeah. what I've been saying since I rode the live wire. Yeah. Okay. Put right? that motor I mean, in the live wire chassis. Yeah. That thing would be kick ass. Yeah. The Can Am Cruiser felt more like a Harley to me than the street did. Whoa. Yeah. Shit just, just got real. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he rode a, tr- a Harley truck today. That's not a factory truck, though, right? Harley's building factory trikes. They, they are. Like yeah. a, a Harley trike. I mean, it's the model money was freewheeler. I didn't look it up. But I don't know. That's a Harley only, name. For the only company, one, I mean, right, is yeah. building a trike as an OEM manufacturer. I, I thought Nobody they, else is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. This this trip out, I was really into three wheels because you know, I've got my sidecar rig. I'm always jumping around. And that's like why well, I asked you today. It's the same kind of feeling. Like I, like looking at a Ural, I just want one. The Harley trike felt kind of like a Ural in a lot of ways. You know, you, you got to have that spatial awareness that you're a lot fatter. Um, you turn... If, if you turn off. sharp on a trike, can you lift the wheel on it or not on the back? Um, I didn't get a shoe. Sure you can. You probably, probably don't want could. to. No, I'm just saying, I'm not saying on yeah. purpose, but <laughs> the same dynamic like flying the car. You, it's... It feels a lot different. Well, you end up doing this, right? You, you tip that way. <laughs> you tip forward. Yeah, sounds like a really bike. bad idea. But you know, yeah. I, was, I was moving my body around on a bike and turning the same way I would with the Euro. And I was Harley was the only one whose demo route took you onto the freeway. And they would go out and do like the. Oh, we got to go on the freeway in the EBR though. That's true. Yeah, Last that's year. low. Last year, that's when, low. When Chuck was not there, that is low. I got going like a hundred and ten, like right. And fuck you in particular, good sir. <laughs> and the you wrote in on. Yeah, the free wheelers in the factory. Here, here, yeah, okay. 2016, 25000 dollars. Yeah, it was a nice. You know, if you wanted a three-wheel bike, it was nice. What was the, the base on it? Like a Ultra Classic or a... I wasn't... I just, it looked kind of like a glide of some sort. Yeah. Hmm. That's a cool... They all look like to me. I don't know. They also have the Tri-Glide, which I think is based on the... Uh, um, yeah, that was a bigger touring bike. That was the video I had to watch. I had to watch a, a separate safety video about the three wheeler we were yeah. with a, Do you look, Wait, did, did Honda have a safety video you had to watch too? Oh. Because they had a screen, I didn't know. Like, what's no, they would you watch a safety video? Four to three wheeler. Mm-hmm. Oh. Four to three wheeler. There was additional paperwork. Like, they couldn't just have a guy go, hey, numbnuts. No, he, not a two wheel vehicle. They had that too. Had, 
They had that too. They, 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 they made me watch a safety video. They put me through an orientation. Could you, shouldn't you just show them a picture of you riding the Earl and go, look, I get it? Well, I kept saying, they were like, you know, you don't steer this the way you do a bike. I understand not having a Earl. And uh, you, you're, you don't lean this thing like you do a bike. I understand I have a Earl. Also, I can see it and I understand physics. Well, but it's... <laughs> Point taken. You're Japanese. You're good at math. <laughs> <laughs> just all, all these things. You just say he was Chinese. All these things. <laughs> Finally, fuck you. I, I have a euro. The Can-Am was, was pretty cool. As in that yeah, I think it's badass. It was fun. I had a lot of fun on that thing. I'm not, I'm not that old yet. That's kind of my reaction. Yeah. <laughs> it's Seriously? Get the fuck out. I'm no, sorry. I, I asked somebody at work the other day, a hardcore Harley guy uh, that I work with, and I said, you know, when you get all, because I'm always giving him shit about how old he is, and he's just about to retire, and I'm like, so when you get too old to ride your huge, he has like a geezer glide or whatever. And, uh, couch glide. Yeah, the couch glide. And I'm like, so when you can't hold that thing up anymore, are you going to go to the the, the the three-wheeler, or are you hanging it up? He goes, oh, I'm fucking hanging it up. And he's like a hardcore Harley guy, so I don't know. He could get the gold wing. And then the there's like, it's, a, it's all those like theoretical questions like, okay, if you lost a leg, would you try to modify? Like, what are you doing? Here? Or are you going to the trike? He's like, I'm fucking making a contraption, you know? And like, Dude, I don't know. The trike was fun. It was. It My was dad fun. has a gold wing trike. Yeah, it's, you know, maybe I'm on the inside of I don't know. It's, just, it's completely unlike riding a motorcycle. It is. I've it ridden is. a bunch of it. That's just the it's thing. Not it's riding a motorcycle. entirely it's unlike. Right. Not, yeah, you can't it's approach totally it like different. that. Yeah. But you still have the outside visceral feeling of being out and I, in the wind, smelling the cows. When I when I get to that point, you know, if if I can no longer support it, too, I'm just gonna get a Miata. Oh. Yeah. If I can't ride two wheels, totally I, what about what about a slingshot? Get, just get an aerial <laughs> little toe hitch. I really don't like that thing at all. <laughs> have you ridden one yet? No, I haven't. Just, just listen before you make judgments. Go ride one guy because ride what a slingshot. Oh, wow. really? Yeah. What's what's have the you really I don't get it? Yeah, the center of gravity is a lot lower than a car. Mm. Is they handle like you wouldn't believe. Mm. They're lighter than a car. What, there? the Can-Am guys? No, the Slingshot. The Slingshot. Uh, Polaris. Polaris yeah. Slingshot. Yeah. Or get a KTM, the Crossbow. crossbow. What is that? What They're is the... big. They don't sell them in the U.S., though, do they? Who cares? Well, then how are you going to get it? Import Canada. Is the Slingshot considered a car? Or a Depends on what state you're in. You, you have, have to, to wear a helmet. You have to wear a helmet. Not in Florida, you don't. Well, in, well, in Florida, you don't have to wear a helmet on anything. Yeah, but it's, regist- well, it's still registered as a bike. That's right. You just have to pay... A certain amount of liability insurance. For is, the, is, is the slingshot three wheels? Two yeah. in the front, one in the back. Yeah. Two, but it's a side by side. It's a double seat. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's a side by side. I bet it has there an ocean handle. <laughs> the, the question is, how good is that ocean handle? <laughs> how robust? What is, what is, is it right you feel when you sit down in it? When you sit down in a car or side by side, you say. No, oh shit handle here. You're like, I must not need to grab onto anything, you know? Like, this had like a substantial. Yeah, it was a big stick with like finger indentions. Yeah, and it, it was like ergonomic for your hand. <laughs> yeah. It clearly meant for when he was driving for me to just hold on. There's blood dripping off. <laughs> yeah. 
It's like fingernails. Because I had a, a camera in each hand, so I'm just like. Yeah, by the way, too, that video you guys shot was a really cool video of the dash. <laughs> we were both just like little kids, though. Like, you said, like, ah, go faster! And you hear a crash. Is there memory in this game? <laughs> you, guys, you guys can't remotely record this, can you? Like, you can't, like, look on your phone and, like, see what I was, like, doing on the camera, right? I, mean, I spent, like, an hour alone in my bedroom, but you guys don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, what color pants was I wearing? <laughs> or not wearing? <laughs> Jesus can see you. Uh, I'm worried about. Uh, <laughs> on the, on the video, though, I hear you guys going like, "We're gonna run over the flag." Yeah, fuck all those flags. <laughs> <laughs> Is that, <laughs> that could have been why they were whistling at us. <laughs> I love the corner workers that, like, on, on around the, the track for the sideline table and TV, they have, like, flags and whistles to tell you to slow the hell down. And we got blown <laughs> whistles by every single one of them on every corner. So you weren't slowing down. So, yeah. No, we slowed down... Like one down to, blew the one down to give them the finger. You didn't, let's put it this way. You didn't have to hit the brakes going into a corner because you could just goose it and it would walk the end you of the... You just had to hit the gas harder. You yeah. just had to hit the gas harder. <laughs> and you just hit right? it. More throttle. Go faster. Yeah. yeah. Trying to explain power. that to people riding in gravel really fast on a motorcycle. That's just how it works with the Euro. Faster. You just you yeah. give it more power than a And if you don't give it enough power, then you figure that out really quickly. <laughs> you get launched off. Yeah, the Euro just stop. Yes. <laughs> you just have to have a good monkey in the sidecar and you're okay. Yeah. That's so much fun. Without the monkey, though, what, what what's it like? Left turns are great. I know, you told me a right turn. <laughs> just... You can just drift everywhere on the left turn. Right turns, uh, it, you get a little light and you feel really weird, unless you're intending to fly the car around like that. Right. But yeah, so you, you go left everywhere. Just you just you alter your route so it's all left. <laughs> it's all left. All, left. <laughs> all right. So if you weren't working, what would you be going to look at? If you weren't working, you didn't have to work, and knowing everything that was there, what would you go to see? Mm. I mean, definitely, I could go see the OEs because I'm, I'm, I'd like to see all the new models. Right. Yeah. And, and Which nothing time. was like super exciting. I thought on new models, the the most interesting new bike was the the Cowie the 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 eight hundred. Yeah, they yeah. didn't have it outside though. Right? They did not have it outside. What what power plant was that from? I mean, is that something new for the U.S.? I think yeah. it was new for the U.S. They yeah. said that it was like they, they just brought it over. Yeah, but I, I don't think that motor's in anything else here. Mm. You know, it's funny because, like, they're going, everyone's going to this middleweight, and I heard mm-hmm. Suzuki's going to dump the JX750. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're, it's the last 750 right. remaining, right? Kawasaki got rid of theirs a decade ago. Yeah, but that would be so tragic. Yeah. That, that leaves a hole. That leaves a real. I had the 750. Yeah. It was the perfect in between bike. Well, <laughs> and, a hole in her heart. But but anymore. <laughs> I mean that that used to be very true, right? But now the 1000s have gotten so light and compact, and the 600s have, have become so powerful that that dividing line isn't quite as broad as it used to be. No, except with the 6, think. I just felt like you had to rev it so much yeah. to keep it in power. It was yeah. just too hectic for like an everyday kind of city bike, or for mm-hmm. me at the time, and the. 1,000 is just way more power than you're ever going to need. And I 
maybe I just didn't completely trust myself yeah. with that. So the 750 seemed like a nice compromise. Mm-hmm. Weren't but, you on a 919? Yes. The, the 750 was a while. I, yeah. But you know what? But it's not the same as like the GSXR yeah. 1000. Like it's not even, you know, that's that's a whole different animal. So that would be why. But, you know, I was thinking too, if I, uh, when I'm walking around tomorrow, um, somebody uh, I met today was telling me about some guy that created some kind of like tension straps where a piece of it is rubber. So when you are rock steps, no, that's, rock that's a rock steps. Step. They've been in a really long time. Well, I'm, I'm curious, but it's actually like a like a I think a portion of the length of it. So as you're tensioning it, yeah, like a rock strap, the the, the one end of it that so like stra- strapping your stuff down, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't. I had well, to go see this myself, so I'm not entirely sure. It's a rock strap. That's what it is. Part oh. of it is elastic. It's rubber, really, Bungie, really tight. And it's got loops on both ends. There's loops on both ends. You kind of girth hitch it on whatever yeah. you're going to lock down. The other end right. is not is nylon with an adjuster buckle. That that's a staple. Well, I'm, curious, I'm curious what this guy because the thing is to me like is some and Gandalf's working in the booth. Yeah, did you see that? <laughs> what? He's at like every event. The guy looks like Gandalf. I can't wait. This guy. This is what I'm going to go see tomorrow. Gandalf. Rock strips. Yeah, they're they're like the cats of this. I want to see the weird things people come up with. Like that's actually this part is, of the fun yep. of these shows is like somebody thought this was a great I mean, there's, idea. There's a lot of weirder stuff out there. There was a guy last year that tried to find him this year that actually came up with a tool with like safety wire for creating clamps for hoses. Oh yeah, that's an old tool. That's, it's, that's really kind of cool. Yeah. It's just like the length of wires wrapped around there, this tool kind of spins, it pulls it, and it kind of creates a, a clamp, like a hose clamp. Yeah, mm-hmm. it gnarls it all together. Really, really tight. Can do it. Yeah. It's awesome. It's Wait, great. Is it like a safety wire pliers? Not really. It's really like lineman's pliers, where you no, pull the knob. No, not like, and it's not like a safety wire. It's you like thread the thing in there, and you just start cranking it. Because it does it double. It does it like two together, uh, two loops together. So it makes it one time. It makes a clamp. Yeah. Which is really nice because all you have to keep like for trips like you're talking about doing, you just have to have this little tool and a, some wire. And you could fix any type of hose that you yeah. You wouldn't have to worry about getting I'm the taking, right size. I'm taking KTMs and KLRs, so I don't know what problems could arise. <laughs> okay. That could be fixed by wire. Yeah. My positive can-do attitude is going to carry me from Mexico to Canada. And I'll win in Alaska where you'll cry. <laughs> you'll be like, I'm I, in we're, not, we're not pushing it to Alaska. We're just going. Why am I in Alaska? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. you're taking the safety wire and you're strapping it around right. your neck. Uh, yeah, you're going to see, there's, there's probably like 10 things that are weirder than rock straps that cool. are there today. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that's part of the weird too. Like, I want to see what people invented. So, when they're trying to 10 try different it. helmet companies that you've never heard of. Yeah. yeah. There's always, for every yeah. cool new helmet, there Did was like a. How many helmet companies that? Never heard of before. Well, it's such a saturated. Why don't they even try to compete? Like that, I don't get. And there was the the one helmet company with a big sign that said, "Need an OEM helmet." Yeah. Yeah, In other words, we'll we'll make it. You can put your sticker on it and sell it under your brand. Look for the Wilner's branded helmets at (laughs) finer stores near you. You would trust that. Oh, my head? A wheel nerd's. Oh my. Oh no, I mean in general. Yes, that's a sure. Yes. All right. What? <laughs> I mean, if you're looking for other like unusual things, um, on like if you're facing the food area, 
you turn to that last aisle down the right, there's a bunch of crazy, crazy, like, art concept bikes. Oh, those are oh, nuts. With the seats. But oh, what you need to look gosh. at is the, is the two people it? running the booth. <laughs> <laughs> the bikes are crazy. The people running the booth are special. Really? Show yeah, up right. for the bikes. Stay <laughs> <down there. laughs> Same, yeah. I just remember the one seat that looks I like was, a barbecue grill. And they're all, like, knee high. I was on the phone... I was talking to my girlfriend. You? When, you? <laughs> in the lunch area, one of the people running the booth walks by, and I made a few Give like a jokes, time. like about a, a tired-looking old booth babe walking by. And then later on, I was like, "Oh man, that's that's not." Oh, was that's it the scary room? The scary room? No, 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 no. It was scarier the, than you're that. You're that the like. Super like ripped chick. No, oh, the scary girl with all the tattoos and the yeah. oh, with like the short dark hair. Yes, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. scary no, girl. No, different, different scary girl. Different, yeah. uh, different. different. Mo- as as artificial as the motorcycles. Oh, scary girl. Okay. Um, I saw Ripley though. Yeah, Ripley. Like her back was crazy. Wow. Yeah. Did you tell your girlfriend about that? No, but she just heard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I'm not kidding. To look under the table because I think he's been texting. Yeah. I am. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry. Don't worry. I know. I, I can see from over the here first what's going on. Minutes of this video were silence, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a good thing we have 15 other recording devices on the table. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. This is the recording, so you know. Yay, wilderness technology. What do you mean you don't trust it? Good job. Yeah. Well, not that it matters. It's live streaming, <laughs> so we can't go back and fix it. No. Right. Somebody's probably pretty good at like reading lips or something. Not that you guys need an update, but it's leaving a really bad taste in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so you gotta have a chaser with that. Do you want some ice? I think I'm over it. No, I'm good. I'm good. I've had enough. You had like that much of it, and it's made you sick already. So <laughs> it's been developing. It's unpleasant. I think it's growing. There's yeah. there's something. It's like there's, there's more of it than there was. Going, yeah. <laughs> it's coming around. Yeah. So I'm um, walking around today. There was a. Uh, there was really nothing that I saw different from yesterday that really got me super excited. Not, yeah, not from yesterday. Yeah. But I, I'm still super stoked about that Cena helmet. Yeah, that's amazing. That is, if they get that, if they kind of, and I know it's a prototype. You know, the, the helmet is. The only thing about it is you're limited to that one particular design helmet. That's it. But the technology is so good in the noise canceling that I'd go for that. Yep. Yeah. They're, they're pimping it out on their Facebook page today. Yeah, oh, yeah. That. All over the place. Yeah. yeah. Which is kind of funny because it's kind of like not ready for prime time. Yeah, so right. they got to push it now. You should I'm go sure check like, that out. Go look at it. Yeah, yeah I, what, what's the deal? Yeah, with the active noise canceling. Yeah. It's got like wow. head, like headphones. Yeah, it's got ear cups in the helmet. Yeah. And they work amazing. Yep. And they Bill. sound great. Yeah, so played music. You already have like a stereo built in, like you've got the headphones. You can yeah, add a Bluetooth module to it, but it has the noise canceling already in it. Yeah, it's what? amazing. Did so you can hit the button over here, and it gives you ambient noise, and then you hit the button over here, and it does the noise canceling. So if you want to have a conversation, right, right you can do, the mic will pick it up. They're they're saying six to eight hundred. They don't know exactly yet. They're still in the prototype phase. And that's it's, like who's making the, it's 6800 with the noise canceling feature, and then the Bluetooth will be. Oh, and you can actually get either technology package, mm-hmm. the SMH10 technology for it, or the 20S. So either one mm, okay. will be available. Yeah, two different levels of 
Actually, now that I think about it, the vest was kind of cool that you uh, got yeah, blown up on. Yeah, yeah. I got blown up with one of those uh, crash vests, the Helite vest. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. it was pretty cool. That was like the first thing this morning. I like went over there, and these guys were doing like a separate interview, and she was like, yeah, I'm going to explode it. And I was, I don't think she said the word explode, actually. I take that back. But she was like, yeah, we're going to, we're going to test it. And I like ran over there. And I was like, I need you to record this. I want to get blown. But yeah. That's super fast. Like I was eight milliseconds. Yes. Yeah. And does it deflate immediately? Or no, it starts, it, it goes fully inflated and it is a lot of pressure really fast. And you have to be wearing a helmet because it like, it like lifted my my head up on mm-hmm. the on the helmet, but uh, and then it after like ten or fifteen seconds, it kind of starts releasing a little bit of pressure, just so you can actually like breathe again, and <laughs> and then yeah, and then it's got like a bleed off on huh. the on the thing, yeah. but then it can be ready for use again in like immediately. Right? Yeah, like thirty seconds. It yeah. comes with the tool, and you reset it yourself and. There's really no repacking of it or anything. It's just redoing the cartridge, re- rearming it, and that's it. And I guess technically you'd, you'd actually want it to stay inflated, because unlike in a car, you're not going to be stopped by something right, yeah, instantly. Right. You're going to keep bouncing down the road, bouncing. so you have to, you need that cushion all the time. What do you yeah. think would happen if you didn't wear the helmet? I could find like, out for you. Would it punch you in the face? <laughs> no, it, can't, it won't go high enough. I don't think it, I, I honestly don't think it would do much of anything. Without the helmet, they probably just blow up right next to your. Ear. It's not. It's not going to really keep your head in line like with the helmet it's on. Like a safety thing, so you know, like if it exploded. I mean, with the helmet on, it's like a great neck brace thing. I mean, yeah, like it yeah. stabilizes your neck really well. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna try to get that for our show, and I'm gonna like strap it on, and then have Todd drive me on the Ural, and I'll like throw myself in the, the ditch. You're like, it won't. Release and just drag you by the. <laughs> it takes sixty pounds of pressure to, to trigger. That's so. the good thing because I was thinking I, I didn't really think about that. I'm thinking that you'd like stop off at bar number five, you know, <laughs> after bike for getting to unhook it, and it just. <laughs> <laughs> and then everybody's laughing. At you. Well, that's when you know you've had enough. You've had enough. <laughs> it was actually funny watching the first time they did it, like because she, she she like yanked on it and almost he pulled, pulled me over. over. I was like, Whoa! He wasn't. <laughs> And he was yeah. just like, whoa. And then, like, I kind of have expected her to, like, put her foot against him. <laughs> <laughs> Knock you down to yeah. the ground. Hold still. Quit 60, resisting. 60 a lot. That's why they had to design that trigger, because yeah. all the, like, industry CO2 triggers are nothing like that. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. And it's ready to go. Yeah, I mean, you you and I both deal with those, like, self-deployable yeah. jackets. Yeah. So. I wonder how, there are already, like, air... Air vests or jackets, they just got the airline. I wonder how they do it. I mean, like, how if, are people lying? Right, how successful it? Yeah. Well, Diana, I, don't know. Say I think they're using them in the race suits. I mean, yeah. she was saying they're a lot bigger in Europe. Okay. It's a French company. They're they're importing they're a, big a, in a French product. They're big in Europe. They've, they've been around. The like David Hasselhoff. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like she was saying, like, the technology's been around 15 years right. in Europe. Yeah. So wow. It's, it's got a, a following. Someone's yeah. making one in South America, too. I know that. Because, uh, I was talking to a guy in Miami, and he was like, "Yeah, there's we're, we've been looking at these things." Yeah, but it feels like coke. <laughs> <laughs> it's got the white powder from the airbag. <laughs> it goes everywhere. I mean, it's you don't feel that. Uh, I think I think it's one of those things. Like I didn't really think about it before, but now I've seen the product. It's a vest. It goes over whatever jacket you're wearing, or you can buy one of their jackets that has it built in. But I mean, it'll go over any jacket. It doesn't weigh a whole lot. 
And what's the problem with wearing it? Like, what do you stand to lose by wearing it, really? You know, like. So if you were gonna do like a really rocky pass, would you wear one? Well, you know, before I went and tried it out today, no. Because I didn't really understand it. But now that I know that like, okay, it's not really gonna, I was thinking it would almost harm you if you were wearing it when it went off. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's how extreme it was gonna be. But now that I know that, no, it's not going to, and it's so easy to reset. Yeah, so like even it's really it's different it. from it's different technology from an airbag will kill you. Yeah, if you're not seatbelted in or well, that's what that's why I was that's why I was kind of afraid of it at first because yeah. I was like, how am I going to test this? You because, know, because it is you have to think of it like life preserver, really. Yeah, yeah. Inflatable like a working not gonna hurt you, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, Did she tell you about the the leather one they're working on? What? The jacket? The, a leather vest. They want to make it look like, you know, the, the Sons of Anarchy leather, yeah. black leather vest. Can you imagine that in a biker bar the thing goes off by accident? <laughs> yeah. you, you people are going to be looking that. for the ripcord and, yeah. like, running around and pulling. I was telling her, like, you got to make the, the inner expendable part pink. <laughs> yeah. I did this neon. Just... Yeah. That was actually a really... I know, I know it's been around, the technology, but to actually see it inflated on you like that, too. Yeah. So, yeah that's not bad. That's kind of cool. James yeah. is showing you the hell. Oh, the two and one. Yeah. That, okay. I take oh, it back. Oh, right. Yeah. I, they were doing I completely take it back now. That oh, your was the show. coolest. Yeah. That was the coolest thing I've seen. The two and one. Uh, yeah. Take a look at the shooter's hell booth. Tell her, James, because you kind of like... So the two-in-one jacket, it's one of those things you look at it and you're like, why has this not happened before, right? A hundred years of motorcycling history and we've just gotten to this point. So it's a, it's a jacket that you, you, you put it on like any normal jacket. Um, and it's, it's perforated and vented and you've got a, a great summer jacket. There's a liner built into it though. The thing is the liner never comes out, right? You don't have to zip it in. When it's in that mode, the liner is just the back of the jacket. Yeah, it's like folded up against the back. Right. So if you if you need the waterproof portion, you you just unzip that, and there are a couple snaps that attach, and you put your arms through holes that are in the liner rather than in front of the liner. Right. And now you've got a waterproof jacket. They have gloves, this right? Way. I mean, so gloves yeah. and pants. So if I had like a, so you you know glove liners like. Stick a pair of glove liners in a pair of gloves and then pull your hand out of both. Right. And then stick your hand between the glove liner and the glove and stick it in there. That's it what it's like. Seamlessly. But yeah. Except yeah, the glove so liner builds into yeah. the glove. It doesn't so feel bulky. Yeah. Yeah, you've got yeah. two right. different slots. Yeah. You don't feel any extra bulk. It, it On top of the liner, the, the gloves ventilated. It's a summer yeah. glove. When it starts raining, pull your hand out, put it back in, and now you've got a waterproof glove. Well, I mean, but you couldn't do this with like a thermal liner. Like it's it's pretty much you're getting it's a Gore-Tex because you have something thin, right? Yeah, Otherwise, they, it wouldn't really work. They do have a winter version, which has a little more bulk to it. Hmm. Yeah, they but, have a yeah. Winter version, a three season version. You don't really feel it either. It's not like you're feeling any type of extra material. Yeah, that's no, that's no. Really it's really extremely yeah. well done. Because yeah. the one thing I noticed, you know, when I had the retail store um, and I sold used gear, is I got a lot of jackets missing liners mm-hmm. because, especially in California, everybody just takes them out and tosses them. They right. never wear them. That's- me, exactly. And also because they're uncomfortable. And yeah. any like the jackets that I have, that especially if they have like a waterproof and a thermal, 
I almost never wear the thermal lining because it's thick, and my own base layer will be a lot more comfortable. Yeah. And they're just a pain in the ass. It's yeah. A pain, yeah, to like have to take yeah. it out, unsnap the like cuffs. I can't tell me times I forgot yeah. like my rain liners. Yeah. Are you a wool base layer person? Uh, like the performance wool. Yes. Yeah. I'm starting to switch to that actually. I oh, like yeah. it. Merino wool. Yep. The yeah. more I've learned about it and tried it and mm-hmm. used it. Like when I went to Overland Expo, I had weird memories from you know. Christy talking about you and her came back, and that's why I, like Christy Farrell. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, she she wears the same stuff, and she was like, "Yeah, Jess broke up," and like, yeah, that's why when you talked when you said your own bass layer, I was like, "Oh, she's got to be talking about that wool stuff." Yeah, but I don't remember anything. Have you ever tried it? No. Oh, great! Yeah, you live in California. Yeah. yeah. I was like thinking about it. like that's all I have. Yeah. Like yeah. Once you get into it, it's kind of hard to stop. Yeah. Crisco. I like Crisco. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Slather yourself ice, in a nice layer of fat. Or whatever. Yeah. That's what I have. The icebreakers, yeah. 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 I bought them before we went out to Overland Expo. And they were phenomenal. That and low print wool socks mm. are really good. Because the stuff dries quick, too. Yeah. Smart wool, man. Huh? Yeah. Smart yeah. wool. Yeah. Have you had a chance to go to the IMS shows as well? Uh... I will this year. No, so when I had the retail store, it was hard to do any of that stuff. But now that I'm at Twisted Throttle, I will be going to the IMS. I was kind of curious if you guys, if Twisted Throttle, or you guys, you personally had like an, an opinion of IMS versus the AMX though. Mm. Well, since this is my first AMX, it's hard to say because I feel they really serve different markets. IMS is different from region to region, too. The minor yeah. show is horrible. Yeah. And well, Long Beach is a whole different animal yeah. than the rest of them. Yeah. 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 The Long, Beach Long Beach and New York are like the only two that have press days. Well, New York. New York is. New York is just a consumer show. Yeah. Yeah. Miami yeah. was like taking the Harley thing from Bike Week mm-hmm. and putting it in the convention center down there. That's all it was. It was like biker stuff. Yeah. It feels more polished to me, it feels, because the. the the local shows are colored by like their location, yeah. by the, the quality of the vendors you get. Fat dudes wearing leather vests. Yeah, the people. You, yeah, that. the people you're shoving your way through to get to see stuff. Whereas AIM has a, a professional, clean, you know, mm-hmm. nice, stepped up kind of feel. We'll to see it. how you feel tomorrow. Tomorrow's going to be tomorrow is the first. Yeah. I agree. I agree. But I the mean, booths look good. I mean, I, yeah. I will say they, yeah, you know, yeah. especially in the way they, they have like a contest with best design booth. I mean, they really they try and challenge the vendors to yeah. make it look good. Is Kawasaki eligible for that? <laughs> 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 no, no, I mean, their their booth is phenomenal. It looks like, great. It looks as long as it doesn't it's have to work. What do you say though? What do you say about great. like go get the stuff, go look at it in the corner? And you kept talking. He's like, the boost a circle. What corner yeah. is he talking yeah. about? <laughs> <laughs> he kept referencing something in the corner. Yeah, like in the corner over there. I'm like, <laughs> hey, when I went down, when you guys, when we left the keynote thing, I went downstairs to drop off the tickets with the will call. There was actually people that were showing up at the media registration, like arguing, saying that today was supposed to be for the public. Yeah, they were getting pissed off. People were getting pissed at me. They kept asking on the Instagram. I was posting pictures of shit all. All day yesterday, they're like, "How'd you get in?" <laughs> I don't know. I just walked in. I just walked in, man. I was like, "I'm in Orlando." Parking lady gave me a hard time about it. She was just like, "This is just media. Looks bigger, looks better." We didn't know. We had special that. media parking. Special media parking. <laughs> they only let the coolest people know about that. <laughs> We it's like a big, like a, a big lot, right? It's like a it says zone. Media. It says authorized media. We're authorized media. I parked there. Yeah. 
And nobody said anything. <laughs> no passing the dash, no tag. Nobody had that. Really? No one did. No, nobody did. Next year I'm making one on the now printer that says official media vehicle. Authorized. Yeah. See, I'm making one of those just for general use. Look at the joke. You're not authorized to go in there. That's when you get towed. They see that pass and they're like, that guy's full of shit. Yeah. <laughs> no way that's so real. That going to look really cool in the impound lot. <laughs> That's why I don't like. We shouldn't say anything podcast on it. We're like podcast. That's not official. Yeah. <laughs> I, actually, I keep waiting for people to call me on that when I'm like going to a booth like Twister or something. I'm like, yeah, but yeah, I don't. I mean, I, I could see where you know, having been a journalist and then been to press and pros and see like who they select to go. I think. That, Have you looked at a motorcycle magazine lately? Yeah, they're like that big. And, and all that. I know. Yeah. And I, I think they'll use it. That's why they're starting to accept a lot more. Mm. Especially websites like, what, maybe 10 years ago? They were like, uh, you know, what's this thing? Interwebs? You know, now <laughs> those guys are, are getting invited. Like, Pipes and What? To me, it's Where? not so much. I think it's about Dude. who you want to reach and who the audience is. You know, you may have a small following, but if you have a devoted and a select like, it's... It's not about the numbers. It's it's who are you oh, reaching? Yeah. How engaged yeah. are they? And so that's what I'm Calm that's down. what I'm interested in. Who are you talking to? Let me assure you, the wheel <laughs> nerds. It's just a joke. Tell your story, guys. Oh, okay. on, there was this guy. I was talking to a, a company, right? And uh, I was doing my spiel. Okay, and, wait, wait. Keep think of this from the perspective of you're the company he's talking to. Got it. Right. And I, I hand you a business card and I say, hey, this is what I do. You know, this is some of the people that I work with and. I've heard about your product. I really like your product. People keep approaching me about your product and asking me what I think about your product, right? So will you tell me about it? And you tell me about it. I'm like, okay, great. Uh, you know, I'd love to test this out sometime, you know, and do some promotion and, you know, do a, a thorough review of this so I can, you know, be informed and tell the people who keep asking me about this, about this, right? Uh, and then you say, well, what's, what's your social media following? And then I say, well, you know, it's, it's, uh, you know, this much. And then you say, that's not as good as our international Facebook following. And then you just walk away. How does that make you feel? It's not good. Kind of like a Buell rider. Yeah. But then what happens when you look up their social media following and find out that you have like a thousand more followers than their social media following? Ooh, yeah. That's not good. Yeah. yeah. No, He's really kind of sugarcoating it because the guy that he was yeah. talking to, was really helpful and was interested. And the guy that made that comment was like in the back. A random guy popped up from behind the like that works for the company. Product. That was, yeah. Huh. He's like, what's huge? There's so many places to go with that. Yeah. You just you there was the he threw it to you and, and he, he, he lost it on your mother and so uh, yeah. it was telegraph. Yeah. All the lines nice were there. Didn't do you were just too nice. Yeah. I was too nice. Well you could you could have used your answer for that when the guy said that. It would have perfect. But then the guy didn't even like engage him after that. No, he the just funny around, the, walked away. The funny oh. part was is the guy that I was talking to was like I was like I kind of was like, well, fuck you guys then, and I didn't say that. I said, <laughs> I said, I that said, well, nice that was my. I go, okay, well, if I'm not big enough for you, you know, other companies are are really. That's what I said. I said other companies are really happy with you know the and uh, but if I'm not big enough for you, that's fine. He's like, no, 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 no. And I was like, oh, yeah. You know, and I kind of walked away after that. I was just like, okay, great. Yeah, see you later. You know, it's kind of weird. 
Mm. I really hope that nice guy went and kicked mean guy right in the crotch <laughs> after that. Like, like, what the fuck's wrong with you, man? Like, I just yeah. walk away. That was a shirt thing. Like, dude, work here? Get out. <laughs> Where'd here? you get that shirt? Because he doesn't. He just yeah. like, what? Apparently, he might have been a family member. From what we're yeah, that's what, yeah. We're, that's what I heard later. Yeah. Oh. He's like somebody's retarded cousin or something. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of it's an old school way of thinking. I, I mean, I understand about getting, you know, return on investment and having trackable sort of... Uh, it's not about the size of your following. It's how you use it. It's very much about, yeah. No, it really is about quality, not quantity, I think. No, but it, the, the point of the whole thing was, like, we were talking about, like, <laughs> I, I, think, it's I think it's more of, like, a different mindset, like, what, how advertising is used and, and what kind of marketing tools are available. And it's like, okay... What is 10,000 followers on a Facebook account that you can pay to advertise on, you know, uh, versus something that's actually like an organic form of, of, of getting your, your product. I don't know how many are actually engaging with you. You get a 10,000 followers and don't even look at your post. You can have bought 10,000 followers. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's the reality. We're all, by the way, in like Middle Eastern countries that don't even speak your language Mm -hmm. because, you know, it's, it, there are companies that'll set you up with that in no time. But yeah. The reality is, if you've got people emailing and asking your opinion, or people calling in and asking your opinion, exactly. I mean, yeah. Well, that's that, that's that. what was funny. I was like trying to explain it. I'm like, yeah, people keep asking me about your product. You know, like, like whatever. Yeah, I mean, it's funny. Like the ACF 50 guys, the we're talking. We went and just chatted with them for a minute. You know, their corrosion blocker stuff and whatever. And we were like, so why can't we ever find any of this stuff in any retail locations? And they kind of like they didn't want to say who what who what retailer they wanted to get into that wouldn't let them get in, but they were like, yeah, you know, they always say like, well, there's just demand there. And so like, do you have a card? Can we like we're collecting business cards and like notes from anybody that asks us where's your product? Why can't I find it? So that I can go to the company and go here, here's a bag full of people's names that want your freaking product. You know, like, it's funny because that like I, I've used Croton Block for years. Like when we had. Yeah, we had a CDU chip boat, you know, and they, they sell that like in Foderner's Warehouse and West Marine. I never knew that HF50 was Lear Chemical, which is the same company. I heard about that from a podcast. I heard about it from Cleveland Mono. And they like talked about how great it was and they became a dealer. And I tried to find it locally. Can't find it. Yeah. It's like maybe it'll be listing some like aircraft maintenance company, but they don't actually stock it. They just, we're like an Amsoil thing. We're a dealer, so we can buy it for all of our stuff. And that they, they, the reception we got from them was like really, really warm. Here, take samples. Matter of fact, after we left the booth, she tracked me down and like handed me a whole spray can. Of it. Take this, you know. So they see the value in us. But you stinky. We don't want to take it home. <laughs> so if I come back with extras, they hurt me. Meanwhile, part of the the point of the show is because if if you all you ever got out of coming to a show like this, like it costs a lot of money to come down here, yeah. and uh, you know you're selling a product. If you only ever reached people at the show, that would be kind of pointless. I mean, you try, yeah, you're trying to sell dealers who will sell to other people, but you have the retail side of it. And if you're only hitting that, that local retail market, that is nothing. But it's the people that then go blog about it and talk about it on podcasts and make it like, make it more searchable terms. Like that is the real value. And so that's where you can't discount the people that are connecting with others. Even it, it doesn't have to be a huge following. It's without the people that are getting online and doing this. There's not I also kind of feel like, the participation we get is more active than it is from print media. 
Yeah. yeah, I mean, we, we really have more, more personable. I mean, like, I've been listening to podcasts for years, and, like, when you meet some of these people for the first time, or when you engage with them via email or whatever, like, there's this sort of odd, like, one-sided familiarity where, like, you've been listening to their voice or watching a video of them for a long time, and so, like, you... They've been watching you for a long time. <laughs> Sometimes they're a little too familiar, yeah. or maybe you're a little too familiar, but there's, like, there's a rapport that you've sort of developed with your fans or your listeners or your audience, whatever term you want to use, that, you know, print media, it's like, you don't, you don't, you don't have. I mean, well, great example, I didn't realize I was, like, this far from Mark Cook because I don't really remember what he looks like. And I've never heard his voice. Yeah. But, like, I could pick out, like, James, I've heard your voice forever, so, like, you know, you I could face it, like, as sweet. soon as you start talking, like, oh, wait, James is here. Like Somebody yeah. walked up to me last yeah. year at A. And said, "You're from Cafe Research." Because you guys like get a really different voice. So I recognized it. And you started mm-hmm. talking. He's a local guy, and it was kind. Of, and you know, we're just we're not pretentious, normal, regular guys who like to ride motorcycles. And everybody's got a varying level of experience. Some guys have been riding for years. Some guys haven't. But it's like I don't know. Maybe it's maybe we're more approachable. I, well, and how many how many emails or Facebook posts or anything have you guys gotten that you have not replied to in some way? Uh, I was just about to a bring that up. one, like right. you know, a big company. You shoot off an email. Like, yeah, what's it about? And you might get a generic response. You might not get anything. But I, I mean, I respond to all the emails. Mm-hmm. You know, at least like I don't know anything about that. But thanks for contacting me. Right. You know. I've actually had phone conversations with people. I've called them because, like, I didn't want to go through this long dissertation on an email and said, hey, here's my idea idea about what you're talking about, but here's also my phone number. Give me a call. And, uh, you know, like, we, we, we actually have, like, people that listen to all the shows that we all know, John Jones, Quentin List. You know, John, I've had conversations with about stuff. We were kind of, like, in the same field a little bit, you know. Hell, he was going to, like, bring the modus down. Oh yeah! If you didn't have to go to that event out in California, and you're like, you're right. If you want, I'm gonna have it down here. So I don't know. I just kind of think that as this as as this media grows, and more people. Well, for instance, just look at what happened with Serial. You familiar with Serial? The podcast. The no, podcast. Not, like not raisin bran. Stuff you eat. In the I was at this box of raisin bran. So, yes, so Serial, and it was. Um, a story that was done, 12 episodes from This American Life, NPR. Sarah Koenig was the reporter that did it. It was a story about a guy that was arrested for a crime and convict, convicted of murder. That show had 5 million downloads per show. Mm-hmm. It was so big that Saturday Night Live carried it. Overnight, it woke people up to what podcasts were. People didn't even know what a podcast was. And all of a sudden, like, I'll have a conversation with Chuck last night about a podcast I never heard about that I'm listening to. It's the, it's growing and growing and growing and growing. There's a lot of them that come up to like even in our realm. There's there's been some podcasts that are cafe racer related. AD, we were talking this today that lasted like five shows. Mm-hmm. You know, they got in and they realized, oh crap, this is kind of a little bit of work and yeah. there's a commitment <laughs> to it. You know, and yeah. my show, they were talking my show sucks, so now I got to like invest in gear and. Yeah. Sucks editing. Yeah. That's why you just give up on editing and just put crap. <laughs> exactly. I mean, 44 minutes of silence, people. Yeah. 44, 44 minutes? minutes? Yeah. 44 yeah, spectacular I'm minutes. I'm going to have to fix that. Of, of wow. your rich beard. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. 44 <laughs> minutes of beard. I, I, I can't put the wheel nerds out on edit. That's just... That's, 
No, we, we no one wants to hear that. <laughs> we, we not even a mother the audio, could love that. The audio gets edited. <laughs> the video we, we don't. We don't. We started editing when when we first started the show. I would spend like all day Saturday editing, and we yeah. were doing music drop ins and all this stuff. Yep. And then uh, you know, Chris and I sat down and talked, and I was like, "Look, I need to go ride on Saturday." So we can't do this anymore. <laughs> so we, we, we talk about motorcycling, but I haven't actually done any motorcycling. Exactly. That was the conversation. And I was like, look, we're gonna, we're gonna hit go. We're gonna talk for as long as we talk. We're gonna hit stop. We're gonna drop the intro music in. We're gonna cut off the end and it ships. Mm-hmm. And that was it. And that's, that's how we've done the show. My artwork flows down for less than an hour. Yeah. I mean, there is an edit a little bit, not much, but it's, it's just mostly. You know, putting some compression, running it through Alphonic. Yeah. We've it, got an algorithm that we like, and that's it. Yeah, it we, we were dropping hours it. to produce an episode. Not, not How counting long? three hours. Not counting Why? listening to it. It takes me ten minutes. But you guys will edit stuff out, though, right? We edit a lot of stuff out. We well, can't you because do, we're you live. Do bits, right? You we, do some scripted stuff. Yeah, it's a whole different. Yeah, yeah, you have a different experience. We are a very weird experience. And you gotta call. You gotta invite that guy Billy over all the time, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, we we stop. We, we we script stuff up. We discuss things before we do it. We do it. We had show notes, but it didn't work. We do show notes yeah. every show for a while. I guess like first. through panel sketches and stuff, and like. Yeah, for the first couple seasons, we printed out our show notes. We no. stopped when they got to about this. We started that. We were like sharing a document on Google Drive and like forget this. We still do the Google Drive. We just do it off the screen now. But it's just. We're uh, completely unscripted. And I'm slow and drunk usually when I'm editing. <laughs> high. There's a kite. So I don't, I don't even know what day it is when I'm doing this thing. So it takes me a while. Very slow. I don't know. So hopefully, I guess the whole point of this is the manufacturers will like get on board with what we're doing. I think the experience we had, most of them were for the most part. How come Twisted Pro isn't doing any stuff for a Billy Lissies anymore? Or a Moto Gucci <laughs> really? really? Why is there not one Moto Gucci Stelvio part? That's only because they're not don't doing really? stuff for the Ulysses anymore. They just have it left over. That counts. I could buy it. There's a crap load of Bongo stuff. I mean, if we're there's a couple people picking bones. I'm going to pick a random bone about <laughs> Twisted Throttle. <laughs> so when you look up the TT100 on there, it lists the RNG skid plate. Oh, gosh. The, the RNG skid plate will not mount with SW Motec craft bars installed. I not, know. With, not with that attitude, mister. <laughs> 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 I own the crash bars. And, and it's, not on the, it's not even on the bike in the picture. I just Pictures or like, it didn't happen. I was like, <laughs> have you tried some move? <laughs> Chris goes. They, they just don't. They don't go. Some part, some parts are mutually exclusive. I, mean, I know. It just, it just was funny to me that it was listed. I was like, it's, why that listed? That's like some because really it's like, an option. It's like neither or, not an and. You know, some relationships. Do not order this part if you're really this part. I don't know what I mean by that, but I think that made sense. Some things. No, are, I know what you mean. Like I get it. it yeah. I just I had to pick on something. I. Oh, that's it. I mean, I'm, you know, it's because our stuff is so. Finally, tuned. it's it's a bike specific fit. Oh no, the you SW know, Motec really, crash bars are yeah. beautiful. So and there a is no like, fit. yeah, there's no wiggle room there. Almost. I mean, it, it's. I'm curious happening. to see what's going to happen when the Denali line expands. Yeah. To more stuff, and then the manufacturers are like, "Well, why'd you make that? We make it." I mean, 
like the your line. No, I'm talking about just expanding that out into other things. Yeah, I mean, like slates and horns. Now, what's next? Yeah, Brad I mean, my, my, my bags. You guys dry spec yours, right? Yeah. So, I mean, Denali's really more about electronics. I think, actually, to be honest, okay, we're more interested pick, in. What, when the Twisted Throttle brand expands, oh, whatever okay. you want to call okay. it, whether it's Denali dry spec or Canuder valve, <laughs> you know. I, mean, I, I, I remember talking to the Alt Rider guys, and they work pretty close with like BMW, or you know, at least we do some OEM work. Yeah. yeah, but actually, we actually had a conversation. I had a conversation with Kevin about taking a particular motorcycle that doesn't exist right now. Picking it up in New Hampshire and having them build parts for it as an OEM, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we can do a lot of prototyping and. But do you get any pushback from OEMs about like, no, we're planning to do that, so. Because <laughs> no, we get do that though. That's the thing. Some of our stuff, no, because there's not a lot of them that want to get into that market and make that. They want to make exactly. the bike, and that's it. Yeah, that's yeah. why they're not building bags. I mean, no, who yeah. builds bags? OEM, nobody. BMW. Huh? Well, shit, no. Tourtech makes BMWs bags. Yeah. Either Shad's making them if they're plastic, right? Yeah. And they're branding them. I mean, uh, Mono Goosey's OEM bag is Trax. It's, yeah. it's SW Motel. And OEM bag. Jimmy's uh, yeah. OEM. Well, except for certain aspects of like the, the hard BMW bags. Those Vario cases are garbage. I'm oh, sorry. yeah. We've got adjustable crap in there that breaks every time. The, the bags on the new uh, F800 GT are nice. Yeah. The, the side cases on the new one. The side cases on the old one you were really kind of tiny. Like I do yeah. like that. Well, the, the particular ones I'm thinking of, the, on the, we've been talking a lot about the 1290 Super Adventure, yeah. the KTM. They made fucking clamshell cases for that thing. It's a, how many, it's 20, almost 25 grand, uh, like probably fully loaded. Mm-hmm. And they put clamshell cases on it. It's like, what the hell? Is it the Hepco Becker cases? Or? No, it's like a, they're plastic and they're the KTM uh, power part or whatever, but they like clamshell open. It's like, who? that's not a good idea. It's like, <laughs> I don't know. I prefer, and you can't get it without it because it's like ready to set up. Really? Like, package? Yeah, because if, if there was a way to like take all that crap off it and I'll put a nice set of hard luggage on there because... And it's almost like they push it with that now, and I don't know. I I would much prefer to pick up, uh, you know, a nice aftermarket set, a solid purpose build. Well, not yeah. even, what if you don't want to even go hard back? What if you're going to go soft back? Yeah, you know, a lot of that's people. a dumb way. Now I didn't realize you couldn't buy that bike. That, that well, that's kind of pretty specific with that bike. It's yeah. adventure yeah. package. Super adventure. Super adventure. Super yeah. duper adventure. Yeah. yeah. Well, to answer your question, I mean, the thing is, uh, we will always be coming out with new products because that's part of the fun. I mean, that's, that's part no, of the fun. You guys, have, the last couple of years, have made some great new yeah, stuff. Yeah. Some awesome stuff. But I actually, but part of it, too, is not is not just confining ourselves to the motorcycle market. I mean, there's a whole off-road market with all kinds of vehicles out there that could use this. And so we're also Are you telling thinking, us something new? That's... Oh, like, am I spilling the beans? Yeah. No, no. I mean, I'm just... Like, is thinking... there, like, a Jeep line coming out from Twisted Throttle? That no, would but... be cool. Was you can hard bags for Jeep? Not yet. Uh, no, there's nothing I know of. But I will say that we, Good especially the Denali lights themselves, have a lot of applications for other vehicles, oh, yeah. and we're working on how we might make that um, an easier transition. What kinds of mounts and things? Because that's, I mean, there's all kinds of people having ventures out there beyond just two wheels. So well, what surprised that, I think is really what surprised yeah. me in the Twisted Throttle booth today was the the number of accessories. You guys are doing for the the new Vulcan, the Vulcan S. That is R and G. 
This is yeah. a sport bike protection company that, yeah. you know, for almost 20 years has only done really sport bikes, sport right. This is the very first time they've ever done a cruiser. Yeah. And it got a ton of attention at the show. Are they a UK based company or US? They're yeah. UK based. Yeah, yeah, we are the US distributor. Um, and that bike got more, and you know, they had a Panigale up there too. I saw that. Yeah. Beautiful yeah, Ducati. Everybody looked at the Vulcan. Yeah. It was hilarious. Like, we figured Yeah, this nobody Panigale. was standing by the Ducati at all today. We were positive. Everyone's going to be like, you know, flocking to that, to the Ducati. This yeah. is so beautiful. And people could not stop looking at the Vulcan. So it's, it was the, it was the Panigale Paul Pellin's bike. Yeah. Yeah. Right. 115,000 miles, <laughs> never been washed. And then the Vulcan on the other side. Yeah. Did you hear yeah. Paul telling the story about the dirt on his bike? No. We were like breaking his chops and spray tan dirt and all that. He goes, I was at an event where the bike was on display and he was standing there and the guy didn't know I was the owner and he was just like telling everybody, that's BS. They made that bike look like it's been ridden like that. There's no way that it can get like that. That This part doesn't work like this. They just cobbled this thing up to make it look like it's been ridden all over. He said, I'm just sitting there laughing. Yeah, he said he didn't even have the heart to tell him, like, I'm the owner of that bike, and I put 150,000 miles on it. Yeah. <laughs> if you're going to see him tomorrow, ask him to show you the pictures of his clutch. You probably argued with him. Yeah. Did you see yeah. that? No, I didn't. You're so, lying. So Paul says the thing starts making noise. He went 30,000 more miles. With it, like, grenading, self-destructing. Yeah, it was the clutch oh, basket yeah. just going yeah. to hell. He kept, he kept thinking yeah. it was a tensioner for the cam chain. And he's like, yeah, and he's like tightening the cam chain tensioner. Yeah. yeah, it's just a cam chain <laughs> yeah. tensioner. It's probably he family. Like, he, he changed it out so you have the adjustable one. And he's like, yeah. keep putting the bolt in. Nothing's happening, you know. And all of a sudden, the middle of nowhere, the thing. And he called Twisted Throttle. Like, Actually, Eric, he did. Eric yeah. gave him a bike. We brought his bike back to our shop. And that's where I met Paul was when he was up in Exeter. We were fixing his bike. You guys opened it up. And I mean, you got to just come out. You were like, <laughs> like four times. kept flushing it. More metal parts are coming out. <laughs> he fixed it. it yeah. Then he realizes that the engine case was cracked. After they, Yamaha like overnighted him a new clutch basket. So he cleans everything out, you know, puts it all back together, and that thing's leaking oil. Yeah. He gets it home, he JV welds it, and that's the same motor that he's running. <laughs> yep. Yeah. That's awesome. Is Twistle probably the one who's doing, that yeah, was developing stuff for Euros? Actually, I know, uh, I don't know what's going on right now, but I know Eric, our owner, had been talking to Euro. He's pretty close with them. I remember, like, last year at America, was, they were doing yeah. some stuff. Together, but they were talking. The Euro guys are talking about. Thought yeah, if it was twisted or not, that was. Like, oh, no, I mean, stuff. Yeah, yep, there well, was some discussion. If, if it's a seat and it's not made by Ridgemont, then I don't think Euro guys, Euro guys are going to care at all. I just want speakers. I need and the subwoofers with flashy lights. What would yeah. be like your ideal accessories for that? I mean, a sound system. Yeah, but, yeah, I mean, but there's plenty in the public address. But you can't have outward facing speakers only in Florida. Okay. In Utah, I can have one. We got that text last night. You can't have beer, but you can have a PA. Right, it's Utah. Yeah, because you can't get drunk and yell. You can just yell. (laughs) (laughs) PA and a sound system is what I want. And a whip antenna. Really? Yes. And a CD. Huh? And a CB radio. A CB radio. (laughs) Really, I just want a sound system. Like, that's that's what made me so happy about writing the the Can-Am today. But, I mean, wouldn't that be fairly easy to do, though? The two Bluetooth speakers, like, yeah. duct taped to the handlebars. You know, there, there you go. There was that and one, OEM. There was that one booth uh, today at AIM Expo, the flashy speaker light thing. Um, I was like, I want a Velcro bat to my bike. That would be awesome. Yes. <laughs> and the guy's like, it's a show special, $220. You can take it home right now. <laughs> but, uh, but if it looked more like it fit with the Euro, that's, you know, 
It's a blue So just buy... Like a speaker in the Denali D1 housing. Because that thing looks rugged as hell. Yeah. So, like, to flip it around and face it at the driver. I have very shallow needs. Go get, clearly, but just go get a, go get a, well, one of the sound systems that's built for Harleys and then beat the crap out of it with a bulking hammer. Paint it green. Paint it green. Mm -hmm. It'll look perfect on the, on the euro. Good point. So any accessories we did make would pretty much have to come, like, Redistress. Yeah. Take them off Paul's bike. Yeah, let Paul yeah. take all your Euro accessories for, yeah. for like yeah. a month. Yeah. What does the Euro rider really need? Chuck. Besides the stereo. A good toolkit. Second uh, motorcycle. <laughs> yeah. You know, all you really need is a rock and vodka. You can fix that. Did you read that, that article about the they did the iron butt on a, on a Euro and the broke down and like the push rod like literally like disintegrated and they were like talking to to Ural and the advice in this magazine article literally the, the advice to the guy was put metal in it <laughs> just put something metal in I, there Ivan's and they're like yes stick you around. have screwed that stick, stick in it. USA <laughs> you put the metal <laughs> do you have anything metal put it in just coat hanger put the metal we're just why are you talking to me <laughs> yeah. drink more put in it be fine I don't know. I'm, I'm just wondering, how much do you have to hate yourself to want to do an iron butt on the Ural? I would do an iron butt on my KTM 690. That's because everybody gets so squirrely about the, you can't do it on that butt. No, that would be that 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 two fifties. I know. There's yeah. people that well, do it on ruckuses. Paul Rose that much Boston. I mean, wouldn't that just beat you up? Chicago. That much time on the highway. Scooter in a blue... Tuxedo with a top hat on. Yeah. Like Mike's got really good. We, had, we just hosted uh, Ed Mark. So, but I mean, don't you have to fight the steering wheel? Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, not really. Yeah, people are doing it on C90s. They're going around the world. Yeah. 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 Posty bikes, man. What? Posty bikes. Posty bikes. Yeah. Guys, been all over the world. But people, yeah, people that have never done a big tour or anything are like. Yeah, no, you need more horsepower. No, you need more luggage capacity. No, you need more wind protection. There's the guys on the gold wings with multiple GPSs, like, going completely crazy. But my, my Yeah, they've got, like, radar front and back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we like them. Yeah. Well, yeah, because they're like, let me see the charge that catalog. I'll take two of everything. <laughs> yeah, the, what you call it, the All of that, yes. Yeah. I need highway pegs. That's what I need for my girl. you got highway pegs. They're on the side. Just sit side saddle. You can just put your feet up on, your feet up on the front of the car. <laughs> put a little pillow on there. I brought, I've feet. ridden side saddle on my Bonneville, so you can wow. definitely do it. <laughs> wow. Yeah, like, I'll, 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 I'll pick my foot when up. you ride in a skirt. Tell us. Yeah, look, look, the, the skirt, it, it's really tough in a skirt. <laughs> is it a so. tight skirt or is it a loose pencil skirt? Yeah, pencil skirt. Pencil skirt. Really? Just looking at that stuff, I gotta go to the bathroom. It's like, so disgusting. But yeah, I mean, you can totally just put your feet up on the car. But I'm, I've got like, like, you know, engine guards on it. Yeah, I put my feet up on that. But I keep thinking, yeah, I need a pair of pegs. Can't you just, can't you just put your feet up on top of the cylinder? Yeah. Yeah, I guess it could. Uh, it's not as comfortable. Really? Yeah. I don't know. It looks. I saw somebody at the Tour Tech rally on an HP2 just kick their feet out over the yeah. cylinder heads, and it looked super comfortable. Like a lot of the BMWs, the cylinder heads have. Like a swing out pegs that you can just yeah, mm -hmm. that'd yeah. be kind of cool if I could put 
I that always scared the crap out of me though. Like, oh, well, at least on like a GS, if it, you caught one of those pegs on something, it just yeah, but they, rip, they rip just fold your... in, right? Yeah, I know, but still, if it was going down yeah. and it it caught it the wrong way, it just ripped the your cylinder. Or if you're going in reverse on the girl and you just catch that, and it explodes, obviously, so that's what it would do. It's Russian. And then you would put some metal in it. It'd be good. Some metal and some vodka. That, could, some that should be a shirt. Like you all that put some metal in it. But like the joke with the Euro guys is hit it with a rock. Yeah. Oh, that's a joke. Well, okay, it's practical advice, yeah. but that is the, you know, the, the first step is hit it with a rock. Now let's <laughs> BMW guys just throw a credit card at it. That's the, that's the BMW yeah, push the universal button, tool. Like BMW, BMW yeah. helicopter comes. Hey. The BMW universal tool. Uh, Got my multi-tool. For your it's rock. And a bottle of vodka. That's all you get in the repair kit. It's, it's a little thing of vodka, a little rock. And a, and a metal rod. <laughs> Use this for and a piece of metal. They've, they've added that as the, the new 2016 tool. Actually, our uh, our owner Eric likes to say, you know, he talks about like good bikes for adventuring and talking about your trip coming up and KLRs and stuff. Uh, like a KLR is an easy bike to break, but it's hard to kill. Oh yeah. Whereas BMWs are hard to break, but they're really easy to kill. Yeah. Once you do, it's over. Like once you break it. So I thought that was pretty. Astute. Yeah, there's so many things to fry on a BMW. Just and you're pretty much screwed once you're out there. A KLR, you'll you'll break it easily and you'll fix it. Yeah, and BMW is totally different, yeah. you know, uh, where just the electrical issues alone that separate two of them, it's like ridiculous. Oh, the CAN bus right. system. Oh. Something goes wrong in there. Yeah. Forget it. Yeah, putting in electronics and yeah. tricking the CAN bus system into thinking that you're not trying to tap into its brain is ridiculous. Oh, yeah, it's like troubleshooting <laughs> your nervous system. Right? Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah. With a wrench and a yeah. screwdriver. Yeah. yeah. Pretty much. Tapping that in. Do you feel better? <laughs> no. I mean, so, it's like the movie Her, you know? I, what are you doing? Yeah. I'm gonna, See I'm that gonna, cat by the bed? <laughs> I work at a helicopter squadron, and, like, we just started working with these UAVs that have CAN bus. And I was like, oh, God, it's a BMW motor. <laughs> <laughs> We're all screwed. The technology is growing. This is the new BMW helicopter. You're going to push it, and a UAV is going to come drag your ass out of the woods. <laughs> Do you guys make any parts for the KLRs? <laughs> uh, we have a ton oh, of stuff. Do you? Yeah. I'm going to have to look at the catalog. Oh, you can my make, gosh. Like, a whole new bike out of it? Or? Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we, uh, as far as manufacturing ourselves, like, we sell parts. So our, the companies we partner with, should be, yeah, we've got a ton of stuff specifically made for that bike. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I've, I've recently had a change of heart with them. Not that I ever hated them or anything, but just recently I went riding with somebody that was on one. And he just embarrassed me with how well he rode on this bone stock KLR, you know. Uh, and he didn't have a styrofoam cooler. No, not even a basket. There, there like wasn't even crate? no milk no, crate. No milk crate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that's where I kind of got the idea to take those bikes on the Continental Divide trip. Is it's a very approachable bike. You know, they're inexpensive, pretty much. It's like one of the top choices of world travelers. Yeah. yeah. Because it's, yeah, it's not the maybe fastest, best performing. But it's it's not the world's greatest. It's not sexy. It's not. Right. Yeah. 
but it's solid. It's, you know, mostly reliable. If it breaks, you can fix it. You can find parts for it. You can mm -hmm. do a lot with very few tools. There's so. even parts in the woods you can find for it. I mean, you're, you know, on your Continental Divide trip, you're going to have a lot more mistakes. Like, you'll probably have a lot of dumb driver mistakes breaking on the KLR, but you'll have the KTM just eating itself. Like, yeah, slowly the KTM, my KTM literally tries to kill itself. Like, it's, it yeah. eats, it eats its blood while it's running. So it's, yeah. and it's like, if you don't pay enough attention to me, I'm going to die. Yeah, but the amazing thing is you keep trying to get me to buy one. Because you need one. <laughs> Everybody needs one. Like, it, it's not the same. Like, join I'm just us. saying, what once you're us? with us, you don't leave us. <laughs> you know, the same people ride the 990s and stuff, you know? Like, those things are, they're animals. Yeah. I want know? a KTM once in my life. Just to... I really want one of the 390s. Before I'm too old. Uh, one of the 390 so Dukes. They, oh, need yeah. to, they needed to make the 390 Adventure. They yep. were talking oh, about yeah. the 390 Adventure. I had a friend that put a deposit down at KTM of Seattle. He said, he said, I don't know if they're making it or not, but here's $500 that says I get the first one. Yep. Holy crap. Hey, <laughs> yeah. Small adventure bikes. What feedback have you gotten on that Chinese thing? The Cal. Oh, the CSC. Yeah, the CSC. I've heard great things. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard, I mean. I'm surprised we didn't see one there. Yeah. We've talked to a couple people who, who have bought them. Mm hmm. Um, they're all West Coast. Uh, I mean, the problem with them is that there's no no place to get them serviced. There's one, and there's one outlet. There's one place to buy them. So, you know, if if, if you live on the East Coast and you want to buy one, all of a sudden the price isn't all that attractive because now you've got. Is it a single or a twin? It's, it's twin. is it a twin? I don't remember. The other issue was the service yeah. interval. Yeah. And to kind of dispel those rumors, the company did a tour this mm -hmm. summer. The Mexico where, tour. Yeah, right. where yeah. they took a bunch of, it was it press people or new owners? No, no new, new owners. owners. It was so new we, owners, yeah. and they were like, we can show you how you can do this. And uh, then mm -hmm. that's where I, I kind of tuned into it then to see how it went. And it seems like it went well. Yeah. Um, from what I understand, though, they're, the, the engine is very proprietary. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not like the Indian bikes where they all knocked off the same Honda motor. Yeah. Right. So a lot of the parts have to come from CSC. They're the only importer. Yeah. So, you know, Did that, that could get a little dicey. Overland Expo? Did, I thought he was like Paul Smith from... Um, I thought they were that, well, for the, the East Coast one or the West Coast The West Coast one. one. I don't know if they have one there. Uh, What, at the Overland? Yeah. I didn't see one. Or no, I actually no, I did I did see them there, but I, I didn't like know. one of the editors from like A D D magazine. I don't know. But you were there. I know. But it was snow related. I was expo. seriously it was, was the it was the least social like expo motorcycle event I've ever been to because everybody was freezing and miserable. wet and miserable yeah. and like hiding in their tents. It was like a bummer. You know, because you like, I went all the way from Seattle down there to like, you know, do stuff, hang out with people. We had a good time when we went, but it was like the weather was cool. Yeah. Like I well, said, we're all going back this year. So Rawhide had like the mirror ball going. You know, two thirty in the morning, they were partying. They had, like guys scratching records and stuff, and it was just yeah. yeah well, I'm planning on being out there with a camper trailer, so if the weather all goes to hell, then I'll be sleeping know. on the floor. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I need for murals, turntables, <laughs> two two turntables and a microphone. And a microphone. Yeah, right on the back rack. Uh, 
Oh, here I thought he was going to go into like the camping equipment. You know, he's like, that's what I need. We're talking yeah, camping, no, and I'm like, nope. and practical. No, you, you haven't no. spent nearly enough time with Chelsea. Yeah. Know. You know what would be kind of that, or uh, too much? I don't think it's yeah. really one or the other. It's hard to say. Yeah, yeah. you could do with the Earl probably, but what would be kind of neat is a sidecar rig where instead of the sidecar, it's more, it's like a pop up trailer. I've seen that's something like that. They, they've actually like made pop up. Yeah. yeah, I like the pop yeah. pop up camper. Yeah. As a matter of cool. fact, you know that um, what's that trailer called with one wheel on it? The egg with uh, the Unigo. Unigo. Yeah. yeah, I've seen actual things a little bit bigger than that. Mm-hmm. That was a popped up camper for my oh, dude, hit the hit the motorcycle camper. Super cute. Yeah, it's cool. it's I mean, if that was a sidecar, that would be that would be cool. I mean, you have to go to like someone like Claude Stanley or someone to custom build it. That that would be neat. Yeah, strip the top down just the frame and put a little pop up. There's a guy, I don't know if you guys have seen this, um, the guy that, that has a club. You need a single person airstream <laughs> trailer <laughs> stuck in front of tub. There's a, there's a guy down in Miami. Tub of Crisco and you just slip right on in. He's got a Moto Guzzi like Ambassador or one of the older Eldorados with like a sidecar that's flat that he carries around like a little cafe bike on there. Oh, yeah. So it's a bike carrying a bike, yeah. That's pretty neat. I've seen some of the custom sidecar things. That are... See that? That would be cool. Is that now? Is that functional as a camper, or is that just made up to look like it's a problem? That was the first thing. My wife would want that. Or heartbeat. you could get the bubble, the, the little bubble tent trailer thing. You can ride a motorcycle in. Just put that on a flat oh, yeah. sidecar. Pop the doors. It's like a food truck. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Super cute. <laughs> Every time you stop somebody, with one Hashtag super cute. Like, hey, can, I, can I get some street talk? Yeah. Like, if, no, I could get in, if I could get a Zeus in this country, that would be awesome. A Zeus. What is that? It is a, a sidecar, purpose-built sidecar rig. Um, the motor is in the middle of the entire vehicle. Huh. Um, it kind of looks like a scooter. Um, and the sidecar is a, is a side-by-side. So you can fit two people, it's completely enclosed. It's called a car. It's heated, it's like a car. But it's, it's So a, wait, it's like a car where the driver is outside. Is on a motorcycle, yeah. Why not get a Miata? Because you can't cover up your passengers. And Hannigan made something like that, didn't they? Hannigan yeah, sidecars had like a whole bubble thing that yeah. goes. And, and they're just like, yeah. Yeah. the yeah. Zeus is just really cool because it's, I mean, the motor is midship of the, of the thing, Actually, so it changes the handling. Yeah, that does. Hannigan made a sidecar really rig based off of a, uh, a bandit where the wheels tilted. Did you remember that thing? Yeah. 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 That was kind of cool, too. You could ride it like a motorcycle. I saw the Zeus in Amsterdam. It badass. And I wasn't stoned or drunk or anything. All right. So I think we're starting to wind this down. Yeah. What do you guys think? For we're looking thoughts. at uh, six hours. Yeah, seven six hours, hours seven yeah. hours. And only five of it was silence. Just right. as bored like, and, like, <laughs> we're not talking about her products anymore. So. This isn't over until you finish that, though. Look at the mold. <laughs> <laughs> you you better do it fast because it's only going to get worse the, the warmer it gets. Nasty. Oh, all right. Has everyone here tried it, at least? No. no you and I were the two dumb ones no, I tried. tried after you. I tried it. Oh, you did? Yeah, okay. All right, let's crash. Final thoughts. Come on. Final thoughts. Final. Um, final thoughts. Everybody at AIM Expo needs their press kit on a freaking USB stick. Indeed. Yep. Also, 
But you got money, right? Yes. I was just going to say, your press kit was the best best. press kit. Really? The Nutri-Grain bars, which I forgot about and didn't eat. The aspirin, the the laundry detergent. I used that last night. Like, seriously... I found the, the candy best. bars later, and I was really yeah, that was really awesome. I had the crunch bar was night. liquefied awesome. by the time I found it, but I'm going to eat that Butterfinger in a minute. <laughs> That's all I needed to hear, gear dude. Uh, press kits was good. Uh, Amex Expo is tiring, and I don't know how you're going to do it for another two days. Oh man, yeah, I'm not really sure either. <laughs> That's my final thought. Is oh good Monster lord, energy I, drinks. Yeah, I need some. I need some, some sleep tonight, and then I have a long day ahead tomorrow. Yeah, that's going to be a, a, a zoo. What time does it open tomorrow? Uh, at 9, uh, breakfast at 8, and uh, it'll be a long, 9 to it's, it's a long day, right? 9 to 6 on Saturday, yeah. yeah. No, I think it's 7, actually. What? Is it really? Oh, God. Wow. Ouch. Yeah, it's not really about us exhibitors, uh, comfort, you know, it's, it's all about the You guys are working, should work in shifts. Yeah, we kind of should. I used like, to work. Dima, the oh, yeah. diving trade show for a dive manufacturer. And one oh, year we cool. had somebody with the bright idea of putting wood floor in our booth. And they, we had a thing about not being able to sit down. Like we had, like some of the dive companies had chairs and stuff. Not us. Wood floor. No padding. Like you go into the rabbit booth, man, they had like 100 hours yeah, of padding. Yeah, when you're walking around, there. like you, walk, you notice when you accidentally walk somebody into had somebody's booth. fake wood flooring that was actually cushy, yeah. uh, like uh, padding. That's my final thought. Better floors. No, uh, you could make a ton of You were a masseuse just doing foot massages, or I mean, oh, I mean there you is a set up right outside. Right outside. I thought they're open for the public. Be oh my gosh! Tomorrow, yeah. That's what I'm doing next. I'm just gonna come down and make money massage. No, actually, I'm not gonna make money massage people. It sounds kind of gross, but somebody could. Somebody could do it. I'm gonna hire somebody to do that, and I'm gonna take some money on the top. There you go. Yeah. Steve, uh, I'm just glad to be here. No, it was great. Yeah. Just glad I made it. I'm glad I'm alive. The best thing I heard out of anyone's mouth was Crash saying the uh, having the media kit and the catalogs on a USB drive because I don't want to be hauling around. Mm-hmm. Plus, for us, it's easy immediately to be able to go on, like Spencer did yesterday, yeah, high res images mm-hmm. and yeah. stuff from a press release. Yeah. It would be great. No, it's just, I'm, I'm truly, really happy to be here with these guys who I like a lot, you know, in the show and everything. And Chuck. Oh. James? Yeah, that's, I mean, that's a really good point. This is pretty much the only time we get to actually spend any time together in person all year, right? Yeah. Um, so that's big. That's huge. Uh, other than that, I think I'm done thinking for the day. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I got no final thoughts. I was just using you guys to to do it for me. (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs) Super cute. Hashtag Hashtag totes super cute. All right, so that's it. Uh, Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll all see you on our respective shows, and Jessica will see you on twistedproduct.com. And uh, ride safe, although whatever closing I do for my show. Yay, bye. <laughs> you can contact us at wheelnerds at gmail.com or leave us a message at area code 801-917-4136. Record an intro for our show of you and your bike and maybe it'll be on a future show. Stickers and other merchandise is available at our website, www.wheelnerds.com. If you use iTunes or Stitcher, please leave a review for us. Hell, write our URL on bathroom walls if it helps. 
If you like this podcast, you can find more like it at wheelnerds.com. This has been a Wheel Nerds production, all rights reserved. Readings from other sources are the property of their respective owners and are used with satirical intent.